D&D &D nerds go hand in hand. Let's get started, gents. Open a can. Hi, and welcome to D&D &D nerds. We're down a couple of players. Mm -hmm. So uh, Mike is stepping in to be caller. It would normally be John's turn. John's off in Indiana, yep. where we wish him well. Yes. And Mike is off uh, constructing sets. He might join us later. Walking on the water or something. <laughs> uh, Mike, so you're caller. Yes, I'm caller. How have you been? Um... Okay. Good, good. How much time we have? Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, cut market. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasantry. Uh, yeah, so I figured it's it's been a while since, well... Was the last seconds. time you were caller Welby? Um, yes, I believe it was. Mm. Oh, wow. I hate to break a streak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess the night is uh, Jenks for a while. So. <laughs> so, you know, try to finish up his arc. Yeah, that's right. Yep. I mean, he, he already reclaimed the fort. And, yeah, so you know, it's pretty much done. Well on our way Could of establishing yeah. the kingdom. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, the, the idea is that Jank, we've got the, the fortress being built up there on the, the lake. We've got... The unexplored lake? Yeah, the, yeah, that's exactly the problem. The lake is unexplored. So we are going to... Begin exploration, and by that I mean stay as close to shore as we can with our boat. Then why be in the boat? Why not just walk around the shore? Um, because you have. We have a boat, yeah. and and we've never been on the water um, in the lake, only on the river. So that's true. Um, we wanted to try out our sea legs, <laughs> so to speak. Okay. See if we have any. All right, uh, but first let's do the uh, the review of Blue Book and. Rooms and teams. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Mike, what would you like to bring up from that? Just kidding. Uh, I had some notes here somewhere. Rooms and teams. Yes. Uh, Rob, what do, you, what do you remember? I think we did two rounds of rooms and teams since we our last. We did. Um, That's true. <clears throat> okay, what did we do? Uh, I think at the fort... Yeah, so yeah, I have some notes. Okay. This will help jog your memory. Um, at the fort, um, most recently you hired some scribes. And you're hoping that there will eventually uh, a scholar will show up. For the moment, Jank has been acting as tour guide when anyone comes to visit uh, in the newly built trophy room and at the statue of Narthindlar. That's right. Because um, he has the administrative tag, so he can do that. Because um, he comes from academia. But eventually, a scholar might come. We decided that it would made it made more story sense for one to show back up with Umgern from the city. Oh, okay. Uh, so Umgern is off doing that. By the way, Umgern is with Floki's body. They made it to Loudwater. Where the Zents have taken more control, they tried to find the underground churches of Lathander and rolled a two, so they barely avoided getting caught. <laughs> and uh, almost blew the cover of And the... almost blew the cover of the Lathanderites, who will now have nothing to do with them. <laughs> I don't know this guy. <laughs> right. I do not know this guy. So they they have gone further down the road towards Sucumber, which will delay that further. Um, but when he comes back, he might have a scholar. Uh, at the Stone Circle, you hired Nath and <laughs> the Fae Mark Centaur uh, as a sergeant. That's awesome. And Yorgrim left with the stewards to take the Oncake Chitin and the Bullet Hide down to the fort. You want to talk about that, Rob? Yeah, we have only done a couple of days worth of travel, I think. We can hash all that out later. But yeah, we're... <clears throat> We picked up the, the Onkeg armor, um, and uh, the stewards were helping, thank goodness, because Yorgrim, like, without them helping, that role would not have gone well. But, um, yeah, and we t we're taking the Boulay armor and the, the canoe uh, down. Yeah, so, like, there eventually. And most recently, you saw a Grey Render. 
That's right. It was uh, sniffing the area where Floki had been uh, munched and howling in despair. Even though Floki's render is dead. We don't know whose render that is. Whether it was Caradox that has escaped from the dwarves or some other render. Uh, right, at the temple, they, um, you may not even know this, the, the, the temple recently constructed some sending stones by spending a bunch of its magic, oh, because nice. they had previously made a pair there, Caradoc had, and so the priest was able to do it with magic that he had stored up there. Awesome. So, next time you're at the, st- at the temple, pick up some sending stones. Also, there's, like, superior potions of healing that have been there for months. Um, and... Let's see. At the what we take the fort. At the skunk lodge, you hired some herders. At the farm, Umgern took a bunch of the money and the wing and the driver, but and they we built, had some more, a, built some more stables. A wagon and another driver. That's true. A goblin, uh, mm-hmm. female goblin driver, Hashrak, I think. Yeah. yeah. And um, there had been a goblin party there. Oh, the that's true. Time, they destroyed one and of they trashed rooms. one of the bedrooms yeah. and skipped out without paying. Oh, also at the temple. Rolled a one on the event, and uh, so they their reliquary got uh, destroyed by the those dang Duergar keep showing up. So anyway, that's what's up in rooms and teams, everyone. Anything well, else you remember from the book? The, the previous turn at the fort, we finally built your trophy room. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So we've got is the we don't we also have the the stag lord crown, do we? Someone's um, wearing it. Artie's already wearing it. Okay, so we've got the. Um, is it a crown or a necklace? There the was crown, crown of Amaranth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The le- legitimate claim that we have upon them ruling this land? That's right. It's yeah. just displayed there for anyone to take? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> I know you haven't built a vault. <laughs> um. <clears throat> there's, a, there's a painting of it there. <laughs> yeah. It's buried. Uh, yeah. And we have, oh, we have uh-huh. a... A, a, a duplicate that Jank made. Uh-huh. It's not very good, but that's what's in the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is a poorly constructed decoy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So your crown is in an unknown location. Okay. Um, possibly even to myself. Undisclosed <laughs> to both you and the GM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's the plan for the evening? Um, so yeah. Taking, so, taking out the boat? Yep. Um, we, You're we bringing Jank? I'm bringing Jank. Eric. And Sly Zip Uppercut. Captain's Sly Zip Uppercut. <laughs> yeah, so. And it, who's, uh, like, we have a crew or something, right? So there are five sailors. Sailors, okay. Awesome. I feel like I need my, my ocean blue <coughs> dice, for, dice for this session. What, what are these sailors? Is people's? Probably. I mean, I've heard that sailors are people, too. Well, he just means <laughs> he's concerned about their species. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, they're probably people. I don't know. They might be of various uh, species. There might be a halfling or... There's a ragtag crew. Yeah. Is there some, some prejudice that we need to take into account? I just like it for... Yeah, uh, he's for slightly, flavor. slightly anti-human. I'm slightly uh, anti-human. Nice. Mm. I think they're all elven, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aquatic elven? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're all sea elves. I mean, the coolest thing <laughs> is if they're a bunch of localiths and they're like astronaut localis because they want to stay above the water. Oh, that would be cool. They have like helmets filled with water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, loadout phase? Yeah, loadout. So we made sure that we have the spyglass. Um, we don't know where the original card is. But we, we made a duplicate. Um, 
You want to make sure the keel boat has uh, the appropriate amount of life rafts and flotation devices in case we yeah, have yeah. Ballista okay. armor. <laughs> or ballista rounds, I mean. Yeah. Comes with ten. Okay. So if we encounter like a kraken or something. Right. <laughs> As you're likely to do. It's a lake. It's not. It's not. It's not. You encounter it. Yeah. Like the a sea. It's yeah. not the ocean. What well, could be like lake superior? You know what I mean? Like miles deep or something. But it's probably not, Rob. <laughs> I don't know. Beats me. I'm giving him ideas. <laughs> um, I I think we're not taking any mounts. I don't know that. Makes that would sense. be unusual. Yeah. I, I might take. Um, oh, glint. see, this is just, the problem. Just because I mean, he's my buddy, so we might put ashore. I mean, he's a dog. <laughs> is he really a mount? I mean, yes, he rides him all the time, but is he a mount or is he a member of the party? Is, is Glint going to be comfortable on a boat? Um, we'll, we'll see. If the boat starts rocking and Glint blinks away, I'm not going to be surprised. Spoosh. <laughs> um, okay, so how many NPCs, how many sailors do we have with us? Five sailors. I mean, you don't have to take them all. You guys can go no. with just you guys. Oh, let's take them. Yeah, might as well. Should we all wear light armor? Just in case we fall or get dragged or get stormed or, you know what I mean? Medium armor will cause you to sink, or at least. So, should I even bring my battle axe? Like, do I want to risk losing it in the water? I feel like uh, our weapons are probably just okay. about. You could bring your heavier armor, and then if you go in on an expedition on land, take 10 minutes and put it on. Uh, that's I like that. Okay. We could all bring... According to the stats, they are, there are several foot lockers in the cabin mm-hmm. of the keelboat. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about shoes. <laughs> foot lockers. Right. <clears throat> but um, the sailors who staff that wear the striped shirts. The referee men. I love that all five of our soldiers look like referees. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All equipped with whistles. That's right. Ball caps. <clears throat> yeah, let's do that. Let's bring... Well, yeah, I guess there's the ship capsizes. I mean, can't help that, I guess. Yeah, like, I guess we could bring our heavy... You guys are awfully concerned about me capsizing your ship first time out of port. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, we've... It's our first expedition. I don't know. Just it'd, be, it'd be fine. I get a lot easier to hit without my chain shirt on. <laughs> fine. Studded leather's only one less... AC. I'm glad that did get brought up because um, Slides wears a breastplate, but he also has leather armor, so it's to his leather armor when he's on on, on boat. When he's underway. It, is it uh, okay to just sort of say that there's studded leather armor like at the fort that we can use? We're not? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. There was. In fairy size, sure. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. You're just wearing the like. There is an armory there, right? and you and you have outfit. craftsmen who you know, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Actually, in general, Slyzeb is just, just going around shirtless on deck because he's because he's cool that way, and it's only one armor class difference. So. Does, does he have sailor tattoos, like a giant, like you know, mast ship on his chest and an anchor? He's got, he definitely has some tattoos. They're probably not very good though. <laughs> It's like watch watch the mermaid dance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it says hold fast on his knuckles. Yeah, <laughs> classic. Awesome, but it's spelled wrong. Just goblins. There's like missing a finger or something. 
He's definitely got a tattoo of his mother. Mm. Nice. Which most people mistake for a t- tattoo of a kraken. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else for loadout phase? I so do we need minis for the boat? Yeah. The or for like the the watch actions, or I'm not sure. Yeah, I was I, I was th- reflecting on this. The the, the watch actions would require a slight modification for at sea. Yeah. Mm. Should Peric bring his own? Okay. <laughs> is there a there's a ship's cook? I suppose right already. No. It's, it's a, like a it's like a keel boat. It's okay. not like a battleship. It's like this is all inclusive, right? <laughs> I get my own cabin. Where's the pool? Yeah, <laughs> there'd be water slide. <laughs> Who's the celebrity chef on this boat? So yeah, he's got like a, a big tattoo of his mom on the chest, and then he's got like some like weird animals wearing hats on his shoulders. Awesome. Some other random things. Does he in fact look like Brad? Um, if he no. was a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> There's your boat. That way you can tell me who's in the boat and who's not in the boat. I'm not sure that Rick, the satyr, would love being on a ship. I think you're probably right. Yeah. But I think Lark probably has a problem with it. And Carpus, as a cartographer, you know. Yeah. He might explore. He might find it interesting. But Rick might want to stay at home. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I, I'll leave him at the fort because it seems... He probably asks... Do you mean all of them or just Rick? Um, I'll leave them all at the fort. Rick is probably like, Hardy's not coming here, is he? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so I got, this is going to be Jank on the boat. We'll put him up at the (laughs) the prow. He's at the, he'll be at the back though, actually. Where the The helm is. Ah. Alright, here's your five sailors. In case you need them. Hoist the mainsails. Swap the decks. Shiver me timbers. Avast me hearties. That guy's gonna slap. Looks very boisterous. Yeah, he's, that's actually the, the money lender. Mini from Waterdeep. But he's got kind of a sailor hat. Alright. Alright. All right. Anything else in loadout? Somebody is on the ballista. Yeah. Anybody know how to use a ballista? Hopefully the sailors know. Not necessarily. <laughs> What, what kind is of the... proficiency would that need to be? Yeah. DMG has, has... Doesn't it point you to a, a page in the DMG? Chapter 8. Chapter 8. Sure. Yep, DMG chapter 8. Sure. Follow the law. When you hear the chime, turn the page. <laughs> Their indexes edition is just awful. <laughs> Please like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Chapter 8, running the game. Sure. Now, fi- now find the ballistic. <laughs> this this page says DMG page 255. I don't know if Thank that's... Thank you. We've gotten there eventually. Yeah. Siege equipment. Signed to sail castles and other walled fortifications. Okay, so ballista is a massive crossbow that fires heavy bolts, as you know. Before it can be fired, it must be loaded and aimed. It takes one action to load the weapon, one action to aim it, and one action to fire it. Wow. So, but those can be done by... Multiple people, people. Mm-hmm. right? So if you have, if you ha- devote a crew of three to it, then that can all happen in a single operate. round, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> if it's just you, fire every three rounds, right? So it doesn't require any kind of weapon proficiency to. No, but you. Well, it has a it has its own ranged attack thing, so I guess it doesn't even use your skills at all. It's a little unclear. <laughs> Surprise! The rules on that are half baked. Right? That does not sound. <laughs> and like, there's all these rules about well, barely. There's there's <laughs> rules about these things, but no 
idea of what it would cost to build or what it would take to build them. Come on. Yeah. It's not that hard. You right. had this in every other edition. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. That's okay. Part of my grain. So. So yes, you have a ballista, and anyone can use it, I guess. So you so can devote three sailors to it. On an aside, we should send some people back up to the source of the fire giant sorcerer t- tower to grab his crossbow to turn into a ballista at the fort. Uh, that's a heck of a long distance to travel with it, but I guess... What else are you going to do? Or we can build one. Rooms and Teams does not handle building of ballistas. Um, However, <clears throat> I do, because one of the Patreon players was asking about this, um, if you have a siege engineer, a siege engineer knows how to build them, and we can, we can work through the rules on that. You're saying a Patreon player was asking this. That's accurate. Okay. The Patreon for, for which group, did you say? I didn't. <laughs> okay. In fact. The one that wants a ballista. <laughs> the one that is most... Uh, has the most animosity against us? Who's that? I don't know. Yeah. There's got to be some groups that we've been ignoring for a while. That's accurate. <laughs> but I have been too, so. Um, okay, so yeah, so I think that does it for loadout. I thought about making, just a side note, in terms of our house rules systems, Rob, I thought about making um, non-room, non-livestock, non-vehicle resources like siege weapons mm-hmm. and like machinery like a loom or things that would enable commodity production, right? I thought about m- making rules for all that and I, I ended up backing away, in particular from siege weapons, because even if I priced them out uh, to my satisfaction, the, there's a missing piece of that whole puzzle, which is the, what whatever mass combat rules we, rules we want to use. And there's a bunch of different systems for that and I haven't really been through them and I haven't really needed to be. But like we have the concept of like how much you know goods something uh, you know helps produce so how much influence it helps produce which we often sub influence for like like warriors tend to make influence and, and battlements and things like tend to make influence but they they also serve another purpose which is defensive and like how much like defensive points or attack points yeah. in some mass combat system they would contribute right because yeah. that's their real value the real value of a siege weapon is not the influence it buys you, or right. its ability to produce goods, yeah. or its ability to produce labor, it's its ability to like defend, right? Yeah. So there's kind of a missing piece that I've been ignoring because it hasn't really been needed, and we haven't don't really have a mass combat system, and so I ended up backing away from from like building siege weapons in rooms and teams just because I couldn't make them worth the same amount as other things in terms of what they would produce because they produce something different yeah. that isn't covered by that rooms makes, and teams. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because you'd have to be like, this cat, this fortress has three ballistas, so now you have an extra 3d6 of damage or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Whatever <clears throat> system you want to use to yeah. abstract all that, right? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I, that's the story on that. that that's why I don't... You, yeah. You can make, you can build keelboats that have ballistas on them. <laughs> you can't build ballistas. <laughs> but I have siege engineers and I have siege I have siege weapon crew. Well, we could build as a team. We could build a bunch of keelboats, take the ballistas off. <laughs> there you go. Put them on. Them. Yes, yes, that would be an expensive way to produce ballistas, but it can be done. Ballistas and le- leisure boats. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. With like holes in their necks. That's right. Yeah, yeah we'll just replace them with a, a, a paddle mechanism. All right, so where's your boat? Go ahead and put it in the thing. We're just going to. This is, this is for later. We're just going <clears> to. <throat> somebody else is on the river with you. Yeah, we're this, gonna is, get, this is my boat. We're going to get pirated. Yeah. Do we, do, uh, I mean, in case it comes up, you, you know this. 
the speed of our keelboat. Wom has all the stats. Okay, okay. So I believe in the first hex where the river mouth is, there is an island in that hex. Yes. So I think we might... You're going to head straight for that? Head for the island first. Oh. So we be on island time. It does have a sail, yes. Okay, so... It has a sail and oars. It has a 10-foot old mast with sails. So if we get into combat with another ship, are we going to have to, like, okay, the wind is coming from the northeast? No, but there is there is ship-to-ship combat rules, and the, and the captain takes his actions to, to use the ship's actions, including th- such things as firing a ballista or moving. Cool. That's all you slide. We, we use those occasionally in our nautical campaign, but not very much. Yeah. We, did do, we did do some ship-to-ship combat, but mostly it was, like, boarding actions and then fight on decks. Right, yeah. The whole, like... Moving water to like drop them down and try to them. But yeah, you do do that. Yeah. yeah. So it made it so that that was right. Yeah, it was more interesting to play out the hand combat. Right. All right, let's get this party started. Okay. So uh, right. So you're sailing out of port, sailing yes. away from dock. Yes. And making for the island that you have sighted from the shore. Correct. This is the same hex still as the fort. No. No. It's you are <laughs> traveling <laughs> south lefterly. Got it. Okay. Yeah. The hex that, that the lake is in, I guess you've got the river mouth there technically, but it's all um, moorland. There's no... There's uh, yeah, there's the mouth of the river in, right. in kind of the south left corner. Right. So the, the, the first actual lake hex is there. Mm-hmm. It. And it has, like, the upper third of it is land. On the, yeah, on, the, on the north and northwest side, yeah. Cool. Um, <clears throat> okay. So, uh, right. So pick up your dice and roll them. All right, D10 is a four. Weather. What should you get? You know, that could come in handy. Six. Warming. Mm. So um, we could check the, the current temperature in Bozeman, Montana, and raise it by 20 degrees. It's probably a very warm day. There you go. Got those tropical vibes. Uh, we didn't bring a, a sunscreen in our loadout face. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so roll for sunburn. <laughs> Okay. Save const- constitution saves all around. Um, but you're you're so you're making for that island. What's your uh, what's your D twenty? Eighteen. Okay. You feel like the island is getting closer, so that's going well. <laughs> um, Slyzeb, I need you to make a a wisdom uh, water vehicles. water vehicles check. How'd that go? You can be helped, actually. Twelve is what I got. Uh, yeah, your sailors could help you. Okay. All right, yeah, I mean, it's an island. It's daytime. Well, I did my math backwards. 14. Okay. I'll allow it. Okay, so you you make for this island, and you see that there's, like, on the island, there's, like, a rickety pier and, like, a rowboat there, and then it looks like there's a little path leading up from that. Can we get the keelboat close enough to dock at the pier? To or? destroy the boat with the ballista? <laughs> <laughs> It's like not a very big pier, but yeah, you you could probably do that. Yeah, I was just saying we. One of the sailors might have to like jump in the water, move the rowboat aside for you to like actually tie up at the pier. Okay, um, I'm willing to let that. Let it. Okay, so let's. How how big is the island approximately? Um, maybe a mile long and like 500 to 800 yards wide. Okay. By your estimation, yeah, you don't circumnavigate it, right? Right. Yeah. Let's, so, let's go to the pier. Let's. We could. Disembark. You certainly could. <clears throat> could. You haven't. But that would require us to basically go to like two other exits. <laughs> well, as drawn. I mean, it, it's it's probably drawn slightly larger than scale. Just to, it's not 
maybe it, maybe it's slightly bigger than an estimating. It's less than it's probably a, a mile long, sixth of the way. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, you guys want to see what's on this island? Heck yeah. yeah. Okay. <coughs> so the island is fairly swampy. Actually, it doesn't look like. I mean, there are some some raised areas, but there's it, definitely mostly fen, right? And the the lake, as you know, is fr- fresh water. It's not salt water. Just so we're clear on that. Um, so it's kind of swampy, and uh, yeah. So there's uh, so there's this path, and there's like a little bit of a shore, and there's really not much much else there at the, at the shoreline. Okay. Um, so you tie up. Then what? This is on the. Northern end of the island, roughly. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's let's start heading south. Are there any trails, or is it just wilderness? I mean, there is a path up from the up from the pier, kind of into some some woods. Okay. Yeah. Let's follow the, the path. Who's staying on boat and who's coming with you? Um, I think all the sailors can probably stay. Do we need to take any sailors with us? <clears throat> yeah. So just the the sailors on the boat and the three of us. Any special instructions for them? Um, don't be nice. <laughs> yeah, don't be nice. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, if we... So we, we, we got there pretty early in the day because we left morning, so there's plenty of daylight. Yeah, you've sailed so for say, about a watch. Yeah, I'll say if by late afternoon we aren't back, then send someone to come try and find us. And sort of look at each other like, they're not back. What are we going to do? But okay. <laughs> well, they could go get them, I guess. They could. <clears throat> but Slides up's like, take the boat back and get the better first. Jake's <laughs> <laughs> like, I am the better adventure. Jake and like, right here. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's your marching order heading up the path? Um, Jake can go up front. He's frontline fighter. Oh, I'm putting on my good armor. Okay, so you're taking 10 minutes to do that? Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Me too. Well, if, he's, if, he's, if he's taking 10 minutes. That means if you leave in a hurry, you'll be wearing your, your heavy armor on the boat. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's right. Right. Um, Normally, Rick helps you with your armor, so you, you're like, stand there with your arms out, <laughs> like, waiting for someone to like fasten your breastplate to you. <laughs> Eventually, it dawns on you. I'm like, you. oh, oh shit. <laughs> He's like, do you not know where the, the buckle's here? <laughs> you, you know how to work a buckle, right, Perry? Right, Perry? He's like, well, yeah, I have people for that. <laughs> yeah, you just pull the... Yeah, I mean, I've seen, right. I've seen it done. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we're all in our, our better armor. Um, okay. Sly, are you more frontline being fighter, or do you prefer... No, not. Okay. So, do you want to go in between the two... Does the second level character want to be in between the two fifth level characters? Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yes, he does. (laughs) And I'm I'm assuming you're bringing Glenn with you, since he's with you? Yes. Um, So, you make your way not, not... you know, a few hundred yards up the the path, and then you sort of through a clearing in the woods. You see this this kind of dilapidated mud brick hut um, on a small hummock. You know, a small hill there in the in, in the middle of the kind of surrounded by marsh. A little tendril of smoke coming from the chimney. Um, there's a wooden fence surrounding the the perimeter of the mound, and it, it it's festooned with like crude finishes of like bones and feathers and stuff. Um, 
And there's a like a lone crow calling noisily from the top of a nearby what? nearby cypress tree. Okay. It's not to geet or two. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> I don't know. How could you identifying specific crows? Well none of these were there. Uh Yorgrim wasn't? No, uh, no. Yorgrim was, but Peric was not. Yeah, you guys don't even know any of that. Yeah. Yeah. So Jenkins Could be to geet or two. You would never know. Jenkins is like, hey, the, someone lives here. They got smoke on. Maybe they'll invite us in for lunch. What do you say? <laughs> should, should we call out? Let's call out. I don't know if I'm going to eat lunch. Let's... It's probably delicious. <laughs> All right. So Jink will go to uh, the, the, the fence line or property line. There's a, like a gate. Yeah. yeah. So he'll go to the gate and just yell out, Hello there! Uh, so like from a pile of what you thought was just like leaves and trash, like upstands this like scarecrow with a pumpkin's head and like kind of looks at you and like runs toward the hut. And, and, like, is in there for a minute. <laughs> and uh, then this lady comes out. Or, here, I'll, I'll have a picture, actually. The fellow looked interesting. Yeah, not weird. Right, so this woman comes out, and she, she's got kind of greenish skin and scraggly hair. And she says, who goes there? Who's at my gate? Hi, I'm Jake. We're, uh... We're from the fort, just just over on on the shore there. We're, we're just coming around, checking out the lake, saying hi to our neighbors. I tend to prefer to be left alone. Oh, okay. But I am interested in meeting you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she comes down to the gate, which she doesn't open, um, but uh, she introduces herself as uh, she says, My name is Elga, but you might have heard me called the Old Beldame. Oh. Which do you prefer, Elga or the old Beldane? Elga's fine. Okay. Like I said, I'm I'm Jane. This is these are these are my compatriots here. Sly Zim Uppercut. How you doing? And uh, <laughs> Sir Peric. Pleasure. Sir Peric of the Feywild. Ma'am. Hello. You're quite small. <laughs> I am. <laughs> That's saying something because Sly's here. <laughs> That's true. <clears throat> is your dog friendly? Uh, to those who are friendly to him. Okay. Um. She says, well, uh, you. so have you come for something in particular? Did someone send you to get a, a charm or a spell or a potion or something? No. Do you sell those things? Sometimes. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah, we, we did, we're new to the neighborhood, so we're just checking things out. Oh, I see. You didn't see the warning signs I posted up on the shore? Oh, no. No. Oh, in fact, you have seen them when you went to go travel you know, to see the were-rats. Uh, oh, okay. So I'm trying to think. Yeah, Jink was there. Like, No, the, the only warning signs that we saw were, like, way up by the forest, like on the edge of the woods. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. Um, I thought I, I was expecting warning signs, like, on the pier or something. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, she, yeah. Um, so she's like, well, um, you can... You can come in for a bit, I guess. Have you already eaten? No. No? Mm. I mean, we, we, we had breakfast before we left, but Did you know what's getting... Bring anything to share? Um, what, 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 what do we got? Uh, we have field rations. Hmm. I don't know if that's appetizing. Uh, well, we'd share some with you. We'll try it. So she, like... Meanwhile, the, the scarecrow pumpkin head guy is, like, poking his head out, and she's like, You're useless! <laughs> supposed to guard the place! Did nothing. <laughs> Berates him a little bit. He sullenly goes and stands in it. So she invites you into the hut. It's like maybe twenty foot uh, diameter, and um, 
one room, dirt floor, thatched roof. Uh, you know, the rafters have like dried herbs and swamp weeds and probably a dead bird or two and like, you know, some fish or something. Um, there's a, you know, bubbling cauldron. Uh, she takes some herbs and adds them and takes your field rations and adds them. <laughs> and stirs with a big, you know, wooden spoon. Uh, goes and finds a couple of wooden bowls and like cleans something out of one of them and scoops up some soup and hands it around. Thanks. It's a scorcher, huh? It's a hot day. Yes. Be, yes, it is. Must be miserable by the cauldron, huh? <clears throat> I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Until you mentioned it. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, thank you. Oh, uh, let's see. Really real yes. Temperature. I am familiar. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So, um, Perk, you do get a sense that she's, like, got a, a fair bit of fey ancestry, at yeah. least, right? Okay. Okay. And she mutters to herself and Sylvan a little bit here and there, right? That kind of thing. Okay. All right. Are, are, are you but she, she handed around some soup. Everyone's eating that? I ate it. Jenk will eat it. Okay. Unless someone knocks the bowl out of his hands. I'm a little... Snooty? S- suspicious, yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I, I will, like, stir it and not eat it. Like, I'll move just it around? Come. Yeah, move it around. Yeah, I'll move it around. All right. Uh, I mean, it, uh, it appears to be just like a vegetable broth. Well, I guess unless the field rations you brought had meat in them. But it was just like a weak broth with, uh, you know, a couple of, like, swamp radishes or something in it. You've had worse. Thank you. Yeah. But sure. you've definitely had better. Yeah. I, I, I chalk it up to cultural differences. So, uh, how long have you been out here? Mm, decades, I think. Wow. Are you familiar with the the fort over by the, the river mouth there? Yeah, I knew the guy who built it a long time ago. Really? Yeah, wizard he was, I think. Or a wizard's cousin or something. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> wow. That's all. We, yeah, we're... Eric and I actually knew the the wizard that the cousin who built the fort was cousin to. Oh, good old Northinsler, how's he doing? He passed, unfortunately. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah. He was always kind. Yes, yes, he was. That's the large reason why we came out here. Was the um, you came to my home because he's no, we we came out to this area because we, we're we're kind of his inheritors. Uh, some of us are. So cool. um, congratulations. Oh. Mm-hmm. I would have thought that would be mostly in Waterdeep. Yeah, well, a lot of it is. But this area, the um, Amarindar... Uh, Athelindar. Amarindar, the Dwarven Kingdom. Jank would have gotten that right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, this this area specifically, he entrusted us to um, e- e- explore and try to reestablish his ancestral kingdom, I guess. It feels weird to say that, because, I mean, I'm no king, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I could be. But I'm not! Right, but you can see it. Right? <laughs> there's like this, there's like this weird awkwardness between Eric and Jank about like which of them would be the king. Meanwhile, Slyzeb's like <laughs> clearly right. Anyway, uh, so so is it just you on this island? Is and and, and your your guard friend person here? Ugh, useless. Does he yeah. have a name or? Uh, yeah, and my crow and uh. Occasional, yeah, pretty much just us. Okay, cool. Um, so, so when when you do sell things, um, mm-hmm. is there a way to like make requests or place orders, or is it just kind of show up and see what you have? Uh, if there's something in particular, I'm happy to give it a shot. Uh, I don't know how to make everything, but I know how to make some things. And or if uh, you know if. 
I'm happy to, not happy, but I'm willing to take your money to, to cast the occasional spell if it's a spell I know how to do. Okay. Well, and, um, she loses herself in thought for a minute. And she's like, actually, there's something you could do for me. Oh, okay. Uh, quest incoming. Okay. She's like, so off a ways, uh, hang on, she'll, she'll be able to describe this, so let me describe it for you. Uh, right. Off towards the hills. Uh, if you follow the, I don't know which river that is. It's not the Shrike. It's not the Elk. It's Skunk. Skunk. No, it's not the Skunk. It's the one you haven't gotten to yet. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, actually, I know I have notes on that somewhere. Hang on, find them real quick. Provides a crudely drawn map. Mm, yeah. Well, so she describes a river that you haven't gotten to yet, but that empties into the northeastern part of the lake. Okay. So it's east of here, quite a ways. She says, if you follow the, the lake shore east. So you come to a big river coming in. That river. I forget its name. <laughs> Up that river quite a ways. Uh, it it comes from the hills and down into the moors, of course, right? And, and near where it enters the hills, there's some there's some volcanic activity. Oh, wow. Uh, bubbling pots of mud, so forth. In one of these bubbling pots of mud, there grow a certain kind of mushroom that I like to use. Uh, call it... Uh, Black rattle caps. Huh. They can be big. They can be mm, your size, she says, pointing to, Slim, to Sly. Right. And uh, so if you find the, the bubbling mud pit or the area where they grow, you bring me some of those, I'll, I'd, I'd be happy to pay for them, actually. Okay. Is there anything that we should know about these mushrooms or the area that they, they grow in other than the, the volcanic activity that might be hazardous to us in the harvesting of us? It's been a long time since I was there. Okay. But there were, when I went, some plant monsters you had to watch out for. I can't remember their names. Okay. Big ones. Lots of tendrils. Oh, boy. But uh, if you don't disturb them, you'd probably be okay. Bring me as many of those mushrooms as you want. I'll pay you 100 gold apiece. Oh, wow. And, and we're, the mushrooms themselves don't have any kind of uh, defense mechanisms? Spraying uh, spores or something? No, no, no. I mean, they, of course they have spores. They're mushrooms. But right. they're not poisonous to you. Okay. Uh, neither are they edible, though. So don't eat them. Okay. An ingredient, other things. Okay, um, that would that would be great. Just just out of curiosity, one of the things that we are a little bit um, nervous about with the lake being as large as as it is mm. is um, not knowing what's in it. Do you know anything about any dangers in the lake that we should watch out for? Make me a persuasion check. Let's see how charming you're really being. <laughs> Come on, unlock. Whose fingers are they if they're not mine? <laughs> <sighs> okay. Seven? Total? Total. <laughs> it's a three plus four. Oh, yeah, I mean, I feel like doing a little better than that, but... I uh, thought so, too. <laughs> yeah. So, but, so, basically, you can... T- you're actually, make an insight roll, too. Four. Since I have advantage, I remember why. On all insight? That's what I'm looking to see. I mean, it could be from your your anthropology stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll with advantage. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. Uh, 25. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so you're really good at telling that she's not telling you everything. Oh, man. That she knows more than she's telling. And furthermore, with a 25, you have, like, a tremendous insight into why. <laughs> right? Like, you've completely psychoanalyzed her. And you understand very well that she's, like, seen adventurers before and, like, generally they're trouble. It's generally not worth, like, mm-hmm. warning them of danger because they'll just go rushing into it anyway. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's kind of seen adventurers come and go and... At, at any first meeting, she's not 
particularly like, oh, let me help these adventurers, right? Gotcha. She just wants to be generally left alone. Okay. So she's going to like tell you some token things to get you to go away, basically. Okay. That's right. Like you have tremendous yeah. insight into that. Okay. That makes sense. Right. So she's like, there's some fish... No, no, she'd, she'd be more descriptive than that. Okay. Right? She'd say, uh, so roll like a, roll a d4. Three. Okay, so I'll tell you three things. Okay. Um, she says, well, there is an island at the far western side, the southwest side, okay. with an old ruin in it, and uh, will-o'-wisps dwell there. What? Uh-oh. <laughs> Hard caps. Both <laughs> <laughs> Jake and Barrick are like... Go, 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 ghost! <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, what have I said? Like, you guys are completely pale. <laughs> Got it. Never go to the southwest corner of the lake. Right. Got it. That place is called the Candlemere Tower. Candle. There's a tower. Okay. I mean, it's a ruined tower, and it's called the Candlemere Tower because the the wisps, or you know, look like mm. look like someone holding a candle aloft sometimes. Oh. That sounds lovely. Okay. And, uh, she says, uh, and, uh, there's a, a very large turtle dwells in the north, uh, well, southeast of here, but along still the northern edge of the lake. Old Crackjaws, we call him. Oh, yes. Bite a man in half, he can. Oh, jeez. Okay. And, uh, let's see. Which of these other things? And she says, oh, and there's a crazy man. Uh, lives not too far from your fort. Oh. He, he and his cat oh. live in a hollow tree. Yeah, we've heard about that guy. <laughs> Met him. Oh, yeah, Peric was there. Yeah, yeah. Peric was there. Yeah, we encountered that guy. And she's like, yeah, he's uh, he's uh, he's the brother of Bakken. Lives up by, by Oleg's trading post. Oh, oh he's oh. Bakken's brother. Oh, wow. He's so crazy, he's forgotten his own name, I think. Okay. He tried to date me a few years back. <laughs> Surprisingly resistant to poison, that was. <laughs> wow. He, he, he mentioned his brother, but uh, we, we didn't make the connection. That's yeah, he's, uh, he's crazy. <laughs> Crazier than me. Oh. Do, do you know, there's like a crazy prophet guy around here, too. Do you know that guy? You mean the prophet of the tour? Let me see if she knows. That is who you mean, but let me see if she knows. She's like, he's not crazy. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, well, I haven't met him, but someone came not that long ago, and they mentioned that there was a fortune teller up on one of the hills. I don't know what to think of that. Oh, okay. Well, do you have an opinion about the were-rats? Oh, well, there's always been were-rats there for generations. I heard there's a new hark. Harks come and go. Were-rats, I don't know, they generally can't be... They're generally criminals at heart. <laughs> they, they, uh... Sometimes they are river pirates. Sometimes they think of themselves as an assassin's guild. Sometimes they think of themselves as something else, but uh, they tend not to trouble me. I'm too old for them to want to bring me into their little guild, so... Yeah, but, uh, you know, occasionally they, they come by and buy some, some potions or something. Well, we'd be happy to check out the mushrooms for you. I think we're definitely going to... Yeah, bring me back mushrooms and I'll tell you more. Okay. Um, when we come back with your mushrooms, and we will, what are the odds that we might be able to get something that will help us in case we find ourselves 
in the lake off our boat. Mm, you mean like a potion of water breathing? Something like that, yeah. Let me see what I got. Oh, wait. Uh, so let's say there's like a 70% chance she's got one on hand. She lives on an island in the middle of the lake. So it takes her a bit of digging. Roll 62. Uh, but she eventually comes up with like some like grimy looking bottle. She's like, here, this would probably do the trick. Uh, how much were you looking to spend? Let me see how much I have on. Um, looks like I mostly just have the 50 gold pieces that I carry on. Y'all have anything else that you'd be willing to barter? I thought, uh, didn't each of our characters have an amount that they carried in their purses with them? Like 100 or... Oh, that was my, that was the 50 that <laughs> I okay, got. Okay, okay. Uh, wh- okay, what do I have? Let's see. I think I've, I've probably get, got my 100 on me. According to this the chart here, your kill boat travels at one mile per hour. So it did take you a little while to get here. According to my chart here, we travel at three miles an hour. Well, our charts disagree. <laughs> and we can cover 72 miles in a day. No. I've got a hundred on me. What says it right there? Yeah, well, full. Mm-hmm. got a hundred <laughs> on me. Okay. So uh, we, we, we can pay in gold. Uh, I like gold. Well, we, I don't want to insult you. I don't know how much these the potions usually go for. So She heard you like conferring about how much you had said. <laughs> 150 would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bonus. All right. Well, yeah, uh, drink this and you can breathe water for an hour. Awesome. Can, well, we, can we ask you to make more of these for us and we'll come back sometime in the next couple months and yeah. pick up maybe five? Sure. Awesome. All right. Right. Anything else you all want to ask her or talk about? Um, in a month, you said? Yes. I'm just going to write myself a reminder. I'll send uh, I'll send my crow to your, to your fort to tell you when they're ready. Awesome. Excellent. Anything else, guys? I don't think so. I think we're okay. All right. I've gotten so much better since my social shadow days talking to people. <laughs> 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 Um, is like, <laughs> first day out, I didn't think we are going to meet such a classy lady. <laughs> yeah, maybe next time we come we'll see this crazy side you're talking about. Huh, Elga? Huh? Huh? Maybe. <laughs> Jinx trying to flirt to build a rapport, and she's like, fucking weirdo. <laughs> Did you? It does, it, it, neither, you, so while you weren't around for this, but you would have appreciated it. Years ago, there was a hag in uh, down in Skullport that uh, like took a, a fancy to Mike Lightfoot's character Byrost, <laughs> and that definitely went someplace off screen. Yeah, they were uh, they were an item. Yeah. yeah, and she was kind of she was super weird and, and gross. Yeah, yeah and gross. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and Mike Mike was Mike was there for it. <laughs> that's that's not what I'm looking to accomplish. Here. <laughs> I'm just trying to get her to. So you you taking that same tack with Slice it just reminds me of. Uh, <laughs> Of, uh, by Rost and, and Mog. Yeah. She was like, you know, she was she was in the zombie business down in Skullport. They ended up like living together in Underdark, weren't they? And and like <laughs> definitely producing a good chunk of the drugs that went up to water. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's funny. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so let's head back to the boat then. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's mm, it's mid afternoon. You know, you were there a few hours and. The sailors are like aiming the ballista up the path when you show up, and they're like, oh, good, we didn't want to have to come get you. Oh, yeah, no worries. It's just a sweet old Everyone says there's a swamp witch who lives here. Oh, thanks for mentioning that. (laughs) After we. We thought you knew. We thought that's why you were here. Everyone knows that. 
Yes, it's really nice. <laughs> we're new here. We hired on a couple of months ago, but everyone knows. Wait, you guys didn't everyone know what we were going to go see? <laughs> I, I thought everybody talked about North and North. That's all I'm hearing about. <laughs> People like go well out of their way to avoid the statue. And like, traveling from one side of the fort to the other. Excuse me, have you heard the news? <laughs> don't get him started. Don't, don't look at him. Don't look at him. Oh good, he's already talking to somebody. Okay. I see you noticed the statue. No one didn't. No one didn't. Diggy's gonna show back up to the fort. People are gonna be like, "Oh, he's back." It produces influence. It just doesn't say which direction that influence comes from. People know about us. (laughs) They do. You're influencing people. They're like, if you're actively being attacked, it's a good place to go. Until then. (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah, so you're back at your boat. Right. Um, Do we want to head back to shore to camp for the night, or do we want to sleep on the boat? I mean, you probably have time to go to another hex if you want Yeah, I was was just thinking, if if we traveled on the lake, would we have time to... You're only a you're only a mile from shore if you if you're not going all the way back up to the keep. The keep's like four miles away, four or five miles away, but the shore is only like a mile to the, your northwest. Okay, so I was thinking we could head east a hex, and then we can decide to either stay on the boat or move, move to shore. Yeah, that's sorry, northeast is what I meant. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. That sounds good. Okay, so we'll go southeast. We don't have that hex filled in yet, so I'm not okay. sure where the shoreline is. Is that uh, water, presumably? Um, it's about half and half, actually. Okay. Can we measure the depth? Your new soundings? Yes. <laughs> That'll probably take time. That, that Maybe that's a watch action. Uh, a while boating? Yeah. 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 Yes, you be. have a sounding rope on board. Okay. Well, that's just something you sort of just do on a boat. Like as you go, there's like someone on there doing his thing. Yeah, then, like as you're navigating, it's not uncommon. Yeah, it was like Mark Twain at some point for some reason. I don't remember why. Mark Twain? That's like something to do with that. That's where you got his name. Yeah, from. okay, sure. Is you were in the navy? You tell us. Well, we use thermometers. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's do good for ropes? <laughs> so, do you have an? And maybe we can work this out later if you want, but do you have an opinion about whether it's automatic or whether it's a watch action? Oh, what I don't have is a bathymetric map of the lake. <laughs> okay. So I have an idea of how deep things are in different places. Okay. So if you tell me where you are and that you're making a sounding, I'll tell you if, you, if your rope hits the bottom by the depth of your rope. Okay. Eventually we're going to want to draw the circles to indicate depth. Naturally, <laughs> just as you've been doing for uh, elevation on land. It's just yeah. a slightly over in the mountains. It's just a slightly darker blue. Yeah. <laughs> is, is, is that? I mean, I, I don't know if this is a dumb question or not. But once we fill out the whole lake, could we tell the sailors like sail around, send out the whole lake on on a blue book, and just we'll come back and they'll have a. Yes, if they, but not on their own. They need uh, a, a captain. They need a yeah, either they need a marine manager uh, to, so, to act. Alone. So Sly could do that. Sly could do that in Blue Book. In Blue Book, or a marine manager of any type Got it. could command sailors and take it around the, the lake. To, All right, maybe we'll make, do that. Make basic soundings off screen. Yeah, maybe we'll do that off screen. Okay. But their sounding rope is only going to be so long. Yeah. And so there may be depths beyond that. Probably they say, mostly. We there. didn't reach bottom. 
to make sure we're not going to run aground. Right. So, like, yeah, it's probably the one that they have on board is doesn't go deeper than 50 feet. Yeah, that's... Would be my guess for the one that it comes with. Yeah. Although that is not, sadly, covered in the rules and stuff. And it goes to Saltmarsh. It does not say does how, it, how deep the sounding rope does, goes. Does it say what the draft of a keelboat is? It does not. Oh, see, see, you would like a much more in-depth <laughs> system than they have provided. What's the maneuvering class of a... Right, like, the second edition had all that, right? If you recall, uh, just yeah. like it had for air. For dragons and stuff, yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, keelboats are just... They, they just yeah. Okay, that's... But, yeah, if you're taking a sounding now, let me know. Um, I'm okay leaving it to Blue Book, I think. Okay. okay. So, if we're moving at a mile an hour, mm-hmm. I think we go to approximately the middle of the hex. Yeah, yeah like along the shore? Yeah. Within sight of the shore, let's say, right? Yeah. So you guys want to... How, how far out from shore do you want to be? Or are you going too short? Right. That's what I'm, unless you guys want to camp on the boat or camp on shore. I think we should camp on the boat. I'm, I'm you, a, you can anchor it offshore ways. I think... Yeah. I think we should anchor it offshore. Okay. All right. So you're entering... You entered this new hex? Yeah. Pick up your dice, sir. <laughs> okay. Um, D10 is a six. Hmm. Um... What's your D6 and your D4? Uh, five and one. Okay. Um, so like along the shore, at one point you see what looks like, almost like a boat launch ramp, right? Like some some paved stones that like come down to the water's edge and lead up to nothing. There's like no path, no nothing, but they, they're clearly worked stones uh, that someone put here once upon a time. So there's no sign that there used to be a place where people made boats up here? No. Huh, that's weird. Does that match up to anything on our wear wrap map? No, your wear wrap map doesn't go this far east. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Could we, we could treat it as a broken shipyard and build a shipyard here? No. <laughs> it is not remotely a broken shipyard. It's like maybe a broken part of a road. <laughs> Okay. Um, Hang on a sec. I need to add that uh, to my notes that you discovered that. Does forgive me for the metagame question? Is this sure. the hex feature, quote unquote? Uh, I'm no. Okay. It's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so with a little bit of, of daylight that we probably have left, do we want to do like a sighting or a reconnoiter or, or something? Yeah, I don't know how to reconnoiter. You sail around until you uh, and hope you find something, right? But yeah. you can't. You can't really split up. And given that half the hex is moors, I don't know. You would right. You disembark for part of the yeah. for, for part of the watch, right? Yeah. So we could start a reconnoiter, but I don't think we'd be able to reconnoiter this watch. I'm, I'm down for either of those things. Okay. Maybe we should things. Add something. Okay. Well, let's reconnoiter the water portion of the hex, and also have somebody sight from the crow's nest while we're doing that. Um, Jank is happy to take the spyglass and sight if Sly wants to lead the reconnoitering as captain. Okay. And I don't know, I guess you'd be considered part of the reconnoiter <laughs> company. <laughs> no, he could. Um, okay, so uh, which do you want to resolve first? The sighting um, or the reconnoitering? I'll do the sighting. Okay, so first we can add the ladder's check to, to climb up the mat. Okay. That is a 16. Okay. You shimmy on up. Right, and then with the spyglass, does that give me advantage or a plus? Uh, what that does is give you advantage in the... Um, in, the in the perception rolls? Perception rolls okay. surrounding hexes. Right. Okay, so it's a 
I rolled. I, I mean, I don't know that from a mass we would really give you two d six, but okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> Roll two d six. It's, well, it's not really two d six. It's two d four. Two d four. I think. Roll two d four. Three. Okay. So, uh, which three hexes would you like me to describe? You? Um, probably the the, two, the south and southwest, and then what do we want for third one? I can do southeast, or I can do like two hexes away, like south, southeast. I I think I would do what you just said. The ones right to the south of us, south, left. Like south, these three in a, in a row, or or these three. I think I would, if it, I I mean you're the caller, but I would do these three. Okay. Yeah. So so let's start with south immediately southwest. South left. Okay, that is a, a full lake hex. Full lake hex. All right, and then... Uh, go ahead, before we move on from that, make your uh, perception roll with advantage. Nat 20. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> There's water. <laughs> how you would... I'm trying to imagine how you would see this from where you are. Miles away. The, the, the lake is ice blue, clear. You can see all the way to the bottom. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, miles away. But okay. We've got spyglass. Yeah. It is weird. If it's underwater. Yeah, if it's underwater, yeah. It is underwater. Yeah. But, but it, it, it's, and it's a hidden feature, but you would discover it on a 20. And you rolled a 20. So, you've discovered it. So, you see what looks like a, I don't have to be specific about it, though, because you're miles away. You see what looks like a bubble under the water. The angles are just right. Somehow with the sun sinking, it just like reflects somehow off this something in the water. Down a ways, at least 50 feet down. Okay. That looks like... But the light refraction doesn't match up with the rest of the lake. There's like an anomaly. Something there, yeah. Interesting. All right. All right, that's interesting. That's funny. Something to (laughs) sail for tomorrow, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. I don't know how we would get to a bubble underwater. Or know, a potion of water breathing. Yeah, that's true. One of us could go well, down there. Draw lots. <laughs> Sly. <laughs> as, the, as the lowest level character, you've been elected for this. Jake just like pushes him off the You're sport. disposable. You, 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 you've conquered the sky with a giant eagle. You've <laughs> yeah. conquered land. Now you got to conquer Time to punch sea. your way to the bottom of this lake. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yes, you've discovered some some kind of something is under the water in that hex. Right on. And you basically know where. Uh, due south now. Yes. Also full lake. Roll your perception. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is perception. That is a twenty-four. Is it? Eight, Eighteen plus six. Holy cow. So yes, you see. Uh, like a little swampy island with with what looks like uh, some some big leeches on it. Oh, how, how big is it compared to the smaller? Okay, you, not worth where? navigationally putting. Okay. All right, you got that, Rob. Yeah. Okay, and then immediately southeast. Right. So that is obviously has some more land in it, okay. as you would expect, but it's only like the upper fourth of it is more land, so... So it curves up? Yeah. As it goes? It, well, you basically goes kind of, yeah, curves up slightly. Although, there's a lot like catfish over here. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, it's the ambiance. <laughs> Is that weird? It's what we're eating on the boat. That's right. Oh, that's what we're All right. 
Last perception roll. Another nat 20. You're oh. kidding me. <laughs> Holy kidding. crap. Yeah. Who brought the spyglass on the boat? <laughs> <laughs> Your spyglass breaks. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> a seagull snatches it out of your hand after you see. <laughs> An osprey swoops down. <laughs> You're like, I rolled a nat 20 for <laughs> Yeah, you rolled a nat 20. We'll see about that. I rolled a five. Um, you see what looks like the den of a giant turtle. Or you oh. see, you see, maybe you see Crackjaw's like breaching to like. <gasps> Eat a you know a, an egret that was swooping down too close to the water. He breaches and like grabs it in his jaws and disappears. Nice. Wow. And you're like, guys, did you see that? Like five miles that way, there was a turtle. Everyone's like, we did not see anything. <laughs> Interesting. All right. So you might have figured out where old crack jaws live. Nice. Perfect. That was pretty effective sighting. You yeah, got there. that was. Meanwhile, you reconnoiters, how are you doing? What's your survival role, Sly? Actually, I'm going to have Sly roll his, his water vehicles, Wisdom, and then Peric, why don't you roll Survival? Okay. Thirteen. Okay. You're able to go where he tells you. Seventeen. Okay. So, actually, classify lakes in terms of how many reconnoiters they take. Isn't that odd? Yeah. But I guess on the surface, they take one, right? It'd be like lakes. Seems yeah, reasonable. You, you would reasonably discover Lake features. Seems. Seems makes yeah. makes sense yeah. to me. Great. You wouldn't necessarily automatically discover underwater features in that way, but yeah. Um, so you discover along this shore, right? Uh, even though you're you're only just really exploring the lake portion, you see along the shore that there's like a it looks like a big old tree, but there's like new wood kind of growing out of it, and it looks like it's been shaped. Somehow with magic, so but it's without the spyglass, which Jank refuses to yield. <laughs> it's hard to tell what it is without going ashore, and like because it's it's not it's visible from shore, but it's not like right where you can you know investigate it from the boat. So it's it's a tree that's been shaped on the shore. Okay. Uh yeah. Uh, do we want to? We could land and set up camp there and like sort of investigate it all. In one go? I don't know if we have time. I think that by the time we finish the record exciting, then yeah. Um, then it's time to sleepy sleep? Probably. I think that we're, I don't know. At, at this point, I feel safer on the boat anchored okay. up than okay. on the moors. So we can, we, you, how far from that do you anchor? So about a mile from shore. Okay. I'm not sure how far away the tree is from shore. But a few hundred yards. Cool. Yeah. All right. Time for me to roll some counter. Yeah. Possibility. So Mike Lightfoot's on first watch. Runs <laughs> on second. <laughs> okay. Um, nothing particular happens overnight. Uh, did you, Sly, are you fishing off the side of the boat during your watch? You're not fishing here? He's not a fisher guy. That's the other characters. That's Artie and that's... Um, yeah, but you, you live on boats. Yeah, but you don't need to fishing. All right. That fishing. Too good for fishing. Well, <laughs> some of the sailors probably fishing. They probably got something. If Barik was here. Barik would totally fish. Yeah. Maybe that's where he's been this whole adventure if, he, if Mike shows up. He's on a fishing trip, yeah. He's just been on the back of the boat fishing. <laughs> the whole time. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Nah, you, you guys go explore the island. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, well, you do notice during your watches that where that... Where that weird tree is, it sometimes glows in the night. Ooh, fascinating. We can go check it out in the morning. 
Glowing tree or underwater bubble? I have reticent about going after the underwater bubble at this juncture. Yeah, because we can only put one character down really safely. Safely, yeah. And if they get in trouble, like they're, by, they're by themselves. Yeah. And if the and if we're down there too long, um, bad news. Then yeah, the, like beyond the fire, the the potion. underwater breathing, yeah, potion duration. I mean, if you have them on a rope, reel them back up. Yeah, but Sly doesn't like fishing, so... <laughs> no. No, I'll That's go why in. he's the bait. <laughs> He'll do it. He'll dive down there. I, I wonder if Caradoc can make a, a dive suit, like a you know, like the 20,000 leagues under the sea, you know, yeah. the tube yeah. that it goes in. I, I, if I he think was, if it was the armorer one, he definitely could. Be. <laughs> I think that would be a good place to go when we get our... Five two fifth level characters? That's true. When you have what? When we get our, our five... Potions that we ordered, mm. we can swing by the island, pick those up, and then it's just one hex beyond that. So, I see. You're hoping someone else will be calling. <laughs> 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 That'd be a good place for Artie to swim down to. Uh, yes, Artie does have a swim speed and can hold his breath. Yes, brilliant. A slice it would totally free dive There's down there. There's watermelon that needs eating too. So, oh wow, nice. nice. Man, don't mind if I do. Fried fish and watermelon. Am I in Texas again? <laughs> <laughs> this feels like a summer fish fry. Um, okay, so no no encounters to the night. Nothing attacked your boat. Yep. Okay, so so in the next morning we can disembark and check out the weird tree. It's weird. It's so weird. So you get there, and it looks like this was a pretty big old dead tree stump, but it's got this new thing growing out of it. And the new thing is shaped into like this, uh, like kind. Of, you couldn't really tell this from the direction you were facing, but it it is the body of a woman. Uh, wow, hello! Like <laughs> like thirty feet tall, made of newly grown wood. But the woman is old and like scary looking, and she has around her neck like this heart necklace. But then, if you look at her a different way, she's a young woman. Who's wearing no. it? No, no, okay. No. It's not the optimal no. Okay. I think we met Mother Wormwood. Oh. I mean, this just seems like a tree. <laughs> old, old woman tree. Wearing the creepy heart necklace. Does it look like it's got chains that look like they could have been fingers? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chains. Should we, like, should we, like, burn it down or try it? But then Brink's not here. Uh, I mean, that's just going to piss her off if it's not really her. You're our favorite here. Yeah, you make all favorite related decisions. <laughs> Same. Hmm. I could like channel divinity to turn Fey and see if like anything happens <laughs> to test if it's a, just a statue or if it's a creature. I don't know. It's a you call, man. <laughs> Jank will back you up. Whatever mm-hmm. you decide to do. I don't know. Like I, I feel like. If this if this is the hag, she, she's probably out of our league, you know. So I don't know if I want to start to engage her. If this is in fact her, you'd rather leave that problem to fester. Well, I mean, if she is out of our league, then I mean, it's either leave it or die. You know what I mean? Well, when you put it like that, <laughs> what kind of attitude is that? <laughs> <laughs> you could have a conversation. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll, yeah, maybe I'll walk up to the tree. And start to talk Sylvan to it, like, "Hello, I'm Sir Peric." Oh, yeah, I'll speak in Sylvan. Like, you seem Fey-like. 
I wanted to introduce myself. I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know if that did, will do anything. Uh, okay. Yeah. Roll like a charisma check or a, or a you see him talking to a persuasion or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they do that sometimes. Eighteen. Okay. Um, you feel like you uh, have accurately represented who you are, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, not said anything offensive. Okay. You feel good about that, but the 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 emotion of the the nothing moves. Right. The the, the wood doesn't change. You don't get like a telepathic. Impression, nothing in particular changes. Like maybe all you get is like a slight glow in the eyes. Okay. Yeah, I just, I, I just feel like a hag who remotely enslaves people through a necklace. Like I just, I feel like we're not at that. You know what I mean? Like that seems like more powerful than we are at the moment. Speak for yourself, whatever. <laughs> okay, okay, level two guy. <laughs> I mean, I punched a crow as big as the sky once. <laughs> I'm... Yeah, that crow wanted to eat you so bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know that there's much else we can do here if we don't... Want I mean, if Mike were here, he would want, he would want to set it on fire. I agree. <laughs> I agree. That's if what Mike were here, I would want him to set it good on thing, fire. Good thing he's fishing. <laughs> Can't be bothered. Break! <laughs> are you seeing <laughs> Rick, we need you to burn something! <laughs> I'm fishing! It's always Barik burn this, Barik burn that. Does anybody ask what Barik wants? No. Generally, Barik wants to burn things. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Timmy brings it up. Hey, just rolling. Um, okay. Alright, so do we hop back on the boat or you it guys want to Sounds like you're not further, I mean, you know. Yeah, we'll just note that for later, I guess. We think this is, what's her name? Another Wormwood? Thank you. We'll be back later. Not not for any bad reason. It is definitely facing the direction of the fort. Oh, wow. Oh. Which is, you know, a good six miles away. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. Nothing to worry about. Good thing we uh, installed those fortifications, right? Yeah. Yeah, we can get back on the boat and shoot it with a ballista. <laughs> <laughs> Spark it just right. <laughs> yeah, we can try that. It is a siege weapon. <laughs> Let's, we'll, we'll just come back another time. Okay. I think. All right. Um, maybe later tonight if Mike shows up. Right. Maybe. Um, okay. So should we get back on the boat then? Travel further along the coastline. Sounds good to me. Uh, so you're traveling southeast. Southeast. Yes. Okay. Let's pick up your dice and roll them, please. Let's try to avoid the giant turtle deck. Thanks for the advice. Unless we want. Uh, seven. What's your D8, please? Seven. And your D4. Seven. No. Uh, one. <laughs> um, yeah, so you encounter some, uh, like, the oars get, like, tangled in some weeds here mm. for a bit. There's, you're, 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 your travel is slowed by the fact that you have encountered essentially difficult terrain while on the lake. For the record, Slyzib has switched back to his other armor. Uh, okay. Thank you. His mariner outfit. The rest of you as well, or are you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good call. So anyway, that it takes longer than it should to navigate through this hex as a result. Okay. Plus so the fact that you're avoiding the spot where you saw crack jaws, crack jaws yeah. but that doesn't mean you know where he actually hunts in here. Mm. Okay. Um, okay. So by the time we reach the end of the hex, it's what midday? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so travel northeast to the next hex. Okay. Stand by. Mm. All right. Pick up your dice and roll. 
Uh, ten. Okay. So yeah, as you're sailing along the shore here, you see like uh, what appears to be an enormous, giant carved stone, like along, like sitting, kind of with his hands on his knees, or sorry, his elbows on his knees and his arms folded, right, like looking out onto the lake, and he's he's made of stone. You can't tell from here whether someone sculpted him, whether he's a petrified storm giant, or what, but he's enormous, storm giant sized, which is like, you know, 50 feet tall if he were standing, right? Yeah. And wow. like, kind of along this cliff, like sitting with his yeah, elbows on his knees, arms folded, kind of just looking out into the lake. Would he be looking at the tree? No. The tree would be... Yeah, the tree's basically... Along the shoreline. And the, yeah, the tree's basically 10 miles west of here, and he's looking south. Um, do you want to draw the shoreline again? We're on yeah, it's basically corner to corner along the middle. Okay. We're pretty close, with the north half being land and the yeah. south half being water. Okay. Do we want to do another uh, sighting round or travel some more? I think we should sight. I'm going to roll for those tonight. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jank will sight again. Okay. Uh, you did get down from the mast, so you need to roll into that athletics <laughs> yes. check. That's an 11. So interestingly, you have to beat the uh, terrain's feature, not so much the ship's. Uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of kludgy in this situation, but you know, you have to find the high ground in the lake yeah. uh, to, <laughs> to sight from. So um, you said 12? 11. 11? 11, yeah. So I think we're going to count it like planes. It seems like the right thing to do. And that might not do it. You know, the nav DC and the forge DC of planes is a 12, so you... you Almost make it. Oh, yeah. Does, does anyone else... But what that? that means is that it's, like, foggy or whatever, and you can't really cite today. Oh, okay. Right. That makes sense. We so just explained that story-wise. Okay. Right. Okay. In the case of you being out on a lake. <laughs> Bad sighting can happen, yeah. What okay. that has to do with your athletics, who knows? <laughs> Could be, like, the the waves are rolling too much and he's seasick. I can't yeah, get Yeah, I, I like there. that, Rob, actually. I like that. Yeah. No, I'm not climbing this pole anymore. Yeah, yeah sly. <laughs> you have to hit every way. It's like, oh. <laughs> like, see, if we turn the boat in a quick enough circle, we can catch our own wake. <laughs> the sailors are like behind. Sailors row harder, but only on the on the port side. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we could just travel. It's okay. Do we have time to travel another hex, or do we need to stop? No, you have time. Okay. Uh, so it looks like we're going southeast. Okay, along the coast. Yeah. So yeah, this has a, has coast, but only in like the northern tenth of the like. It's basically along the the top line. We're very near it, but it is within the, the hex boundary. Okay. Uh, pick up your dice and roll, please. So, so the the top part of this hex is plains. Moors. Moors. But just barely. I mean, it, it, effectively, for your purposes of your map, Rob, we would call the whole hex water. Yeah. And, and just, you could you could make that boundary in between hexes, but just on my map, it does slightly intrude into this hex. Uh, D10 is a 10. Okay, so you notice as you sail along that, oh, as you sail along the coastline there, that the, the cliffs look like they are um, very loose rock. Right, like, okay. the, like they would be very. Do you know what scree is? I think so. Like, if you're climbing a mountain and the the rocks are like shifting underneath you, yeah, it's like that kind of stuff, right? Like, it's, it's very loose rock that would be 
difficult terrain, kind of all along the cliff sides there. Okay. Um, all right. And can we try to sight again, or you can in this new hex? Yes. Okay. Okay, that was a twenty-two athletics. What What do you bet he's right about? The thing that says steamy cauldron. Yeah. Maybe that's where the mushrooms are. That's totally in the wrong direction. Oh shit! Didn't. This is you're looking at the northwest side of the lake. She said it was on the oh. northeast side of the lake. Yeah. But you could certainly go there and ask and demand their mushrooms. <laughs> um, sorry, what'd you say? Uh, Twenty-two athletics. You have uh, the weather has cleared up nicely. You're no longer feeling seasick. You yes. made it to the top of the mast. You even remember the spyglass. Good job. Roll two d four. Well, we actually traveled through that hex. It was uh, like hot springs. I forgot. Five. Okay. Um, so you're in this hex. Okay. Yep. Describe to me where you would like to site. Um, so. In order to, to sight from this hex, you actually have to go up the scree cliffs, because that's the highest point. Oh, okay. So that's, that was your athletics check. You, okay. Right, if you're telling me you're sighting, that means you have anchored off, off the side, and you, and you on a 22, you made your way to the top of the scree, which took longer than you expected. Okay. But you're now there. Um, yeah, so I think we want to go southwest, south, right, south. one at a time. Okay, so southwest first. South. West. Okay, yes. Um, that is all lake. Okay. And for sighting. What's my perception? Um, it's a 17. Um, you see what seems to be like a storm that comes up quickly and goes away quickly. Interesting. Okay. Uh, to the south. Um, all lake, but with an island in along or near the southeast side. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a 24. Okay. You uh, see um, some what look like war canoes out in the water there. <clears throat> this is at the island yeah. that he just saw? Yeah. Okay. Uh, southeast? Southeast uh, has some... Um, some coastline to it, so let me come draw that for you. It basically goes along the eastern side of it and then protrudes in. Uh, so, check some way. All right, so it's kind of this. Okay. And that is a more land where it's not water. Okay. Um, oh, now 20 snap. <laughs> <laughs> So you see um, a hill from which a spring uh, gushes. Okay. And I'm going to ask you to make a history check. Okay. Uh, 18. Was Jank was Jank there when the when the dwarven ruins up in the forest were explored? At least once. At le yeah, the, the the ones where we went into and there was the um, underground where like the black pudding was mm -hmm. and all this. Stuff. Yeah. Was he there the second was. time when the treasure room was explored? Yes. Because we talked about using one of the badges from patches from this book, mm -hmm. so yeah. Um, do you remember that on the back of that tapestry there was an inscription? Yes, I don't remember what the inscription said. See if any of you can pull it up in your notes, mm. or it might also be in Slack. Do you remember what, what I'm talking about, one? I know exactly what it leads to. I don't remember the inscription exactly. Yeah. Except that there's something about a. Tor lines up to something that something else uh -huh. to lead to the Hall of the Hammer. Yeah. 
Oh, snap. So, <clears throat> this is the first of the landmarks of that. Here it is. Here's the inscription as it, is it, as it reads in Jenks' notebook. Can you type it up from? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm pulling this from Slack. Okay. From Friday, February 18th. To reach the halls of the hammer, go to the eastern side of High Star Lake on the high moor and look for a spring that gushes out of one of the hills along the shore. Climb to the barren top of this hill, look to the southeast, and you should see two other hills topped with barren stone. These three hills, the one you are on, and the two others form a line that points to the quarry. Follow the line to the quarry pit where the entrance to the halls of the hammer may be found. So you have found the spring that gushes out of one of the hills along the shore. Nice. And where along the shore is that hill? Um, effectively midway, I think. Let me just verify that. Uh, actually, sorry, it's uh, as, as the, yeah, midway along the shore, but sort of as that protrusion comes out to the, you know, like, basically it, it's the, the hill, yeah, it's sort of halfway along that spit of land. Okay. But you're sighting it from, you know, eight miles to the northwest right. of that, right? Yeah, I mean, if it weren't for my spyglass, right. So that's that's three. Yeah, so I have two more. Uh -huh. You uh, could try to continue to sight that same direction, right? Yeah, that's a good point. I will do that. For okay. Me. Um, so two two southeast. Yeah, so two southeast is all moors. Ugh, I only got a twelve on that. Okay. Then you haven't you from where you are at least you can't figure out if any of the other hills that you can see qualify as the right ones for what yeah. it, that inscription described. Okay. Well, at least we have the starting. Um, okay. And then I think I'll do the one that's immediately northeast of where we are. I should finish out the coastline. Uh, correct. Yeah. Interestingly, you didn't look just north of you. That's true. I probably should have, okay. but... Um, okay. So this one kind of does this. There's definitely a river inlet here. The rest is more, right? Well, the rest is more. Okay, let me roll my perception. Uh, fifteen. Okay, let me see if that will reveal anything for you. So from the hex we're into the next is more. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's more lake than more. Oh, I was disobeying my own rules. It turns out hidden features cannot be sighted from a distance, so you wouldn't have seen the bubble, but it's fine. Yeah, but on a net twenty, I guess I'm good. It's fine. Um. <coughs> So in this case, you don't you, you uh, don't see anything. Okay. Okay. Um, I've climbed up. I don't know if anybody else has climbed up. I believe you were alone. Yeah. So I'll head back down to the ship. In for fact, the night. Uh, you get to have an encounter check on your own. Oh. Oh, good. <laughs> um, so it's a sign of an encounter, not an actual encounter. So you're oh, okay. slightly lucky there. Uh, let, let's see what you've discovered signs of. You studying the map, Wong? Mm -hmm. You studying the map? Yes. You know, I like me maps. Yeah, I think we all do. Oh, so you discover, um, like, the ruins of, of or you, uh, uh, not too far in the past, uh, there was, like, a pretty big campfire and, like, a post in the middle of it, and, um, there's like burned remains of something. Huh. It's like something was something was burned at the stake. The impression oh, we're Yeah. Wow. Do we want to make an investigation roll on that? Yeah, I do. Nineteen? Okay. Um you think it was probably about uh not quite a month ago, probably two, three weeks ago, which would line up with the summer solstice. Okay. Wow. So it's probably some druid archetype ceremony. Reasonable. Okay, that gives me the heebie-jeebies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch Midsummer recently? <laughs> no, I didn't. 
Uh, like Barik um, wasn't doing the same thing on at the camp. <laughs> <laughs> but a person? Come on. Uh, a living person? <laughs> you, 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 you can't tell what the remains were of, whether it was animal or, or human or what. Okay, well, something that they felt compelled to tie to a post. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I'm definitely sleeping on the boat. Um, <laughs> he went back down the hill. <laughs> Off we go. He's like looking around the spyglass. <laughs> and he gets to the boat. He's like, ah! <laughs> okay. Alright, uh, so we're camping for the night on the boat. Okay. I mean, you might have been camping, but Slides is one of the two beds. Oh. The, uh, He's there, got a there are two beds in the cabin. Mm. It's, it's, it's like cabin camping. Jang's accustomed to camping, so I'm sure Sir Peric would be like, look, you can be the king someday, just give me the bed tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that you guys are like setting a camp up on Jacqueline and stuff, and Slides is just like, yeah, too bad there's no room in the storage back there. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's put the two beds together to have one big it's bed. Like rolling back and forth. Yeah. yeah. What are we carrying in the storage? Uh, you know, arbitrage. You don't want, you're not interested in that side. <laughs> um, all right, let's see about your encounters. Okay, who's on second watch? Um, second watch. Uh, that's normally John. Okay, who is it tonight? Uh, well, uh, can we say it's the couple of the sailors, maybe? You can. Okay, let's do that. <clears throat> Checking out Sly's new girlfriend. I mean, one of them. <laughs> she doesn't have all her teeth, it looks like. Sly's got a hack in every port. <laughs> <laughs> so she's dealing with your sailor. That's right. Uh, alright. So, um, roll me a perception check from these sailors. Uh, let's see. A two! <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> for this encounter. All right. Okay, you definitely didn't, didn't know this was coming. I could get a surprise around on you. So you're sitting on the edge of the boat, <laughs> and all of a sudden... <laughs> uh, okay, so you can pull up the, the D&D Beyond Bandit uh, thing, and that's your stats. So a 22 hits you. Yes, it does. And you take... That guy takes... 12 slashing damage, which I think kills him, he right? gone. Yeah. The other guy... Hey, Tim, where are they? <laughs> the other guy, in the same moment, I get another attack. That is only a 13 to hit. Does that hit? Yep. He will take 9 piercing damage. All right. Is he alive? He is alive with 2 hit points. Okay. Uh, okay. He is being attacked by a huge cave bear that's lunged up out of the water. Whoa. Swim up to the boat. <laughs> Hungry. That must be hard up for food on the cliffs. He screams okay. and runs away. <laughs> okay. As far as he can up to the other end of the boat. All right, everybody can make a perception Screaming. check to see if you wake up. 23. 20. Okay. 12. All right. Uh, new round initiative. If yeah. you are waking up this round, go ahead and put yourself in initiative order. What was perception to have to wake up? Uh, I think it's like 13 or something. Didn't we have a number that we determined that by before? I can't remember how we did that. We had a good way of doing it. 
Anyway, we, we are we figured something out for that. What's what's everyone's initiatives? Right. So I go at uh, twelve. Nineteen. Slide. He's asleep. Oh, okay. But that bandit who went running, it goes at twelve. Uh, what's your dex? Ten. Twelve. Okay, then you act before me. Bandits aren't no, sailors. Okay, <laughs> who goes first? Mike. Peric. Peric, uh, you're still waking up this round, but you can get out to the action. Okay. Two of the other sailors woke up. Okay. All right, I'll make an attack with my uh, rapier. Well, you, you're still in the cabin. Oh, you're okay. just waking up. Okay, okay. So, so you, you have to take actions from your bed. Oh, so I'll stand up. Half my I'm assuming you're not sleeping in armor, or are you sleeping in armor? Um, probably not. Okay. Probably not. Yeah, so I'll stand up, grab my sword, run out. Okay. So I probably, maybe, I don't know if I'm, maybe not in range yet, I don't know. That's 15 feet, so. Uh, you, do you have dark vision? You don't, right? I do not have dark vision. Okay. Uh, what, what's the moon like tonight? Tonight in the future? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how many nights in are we? This is the third this night? This is our... Second night? So the boat's got lights on it. Okay. Yeah. We, 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 we saw the sea witch. Yeah. We dropped a couple more hexes and then slept. Okay. We dropped a couple more hexes. So we are waxing gibbous at the moment. Uh, and go, so it's a pretty well moonlit night. That's okay. what I'm getting. Awesome. Right. Um, so you can see that there's something big that has one of the, one of the sailors in its paw. And yeah. So you can probably... Run all the way over to it and attack it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so ten probably misses. Uh, Twenty-two probably hits. Probably hits. Twelve damage, piercing. Okay. It uh, howls. Hey. That's my turn. All right, sailors are next. Well, they're all not going anywhere close to it, but they have crossbows, so they're going to shoot it. Didn't we say once you wake up, it takes you like one d four rounds to actually be combat ready? Like, because who wakes up and in the first six seconds is like aiming a crossbow at something? Yeah. I, I I don't know if we've ever. But okay, iron this out. I'm, I'm not gonna fight on it, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I know in, in cases where we've been like intense. Yeah. There's been some time to get out, but. But they're all in the deck, so okay, yeah. Lowest armor class was a seven. That does not hit. How about a seventeen? It does hit. Alright, so two of them hit, because the other guy was higher. And eight point okay. of damage from their crossbows. Okay. And let's see if Sly woke up. No. Okay. So it's my turn. Yep. I'm grabbing the sailor that I already killed and going back in the water and swimming off. So that I I'm now at least thirty feet away from the boat. Okay. So that's my turn. Alright. Um, so Actually, I can still make one attack before I do that, right? Because that's unless I'm double moving. Maybe I do want to double move. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna attack the par- the fairy who came in and, and hurt me. Okay. So let's see. Uh, what's your your AC is currently lower than normal, right? Yeah. Um. So, so I definitely missed with one of them. Um. But his claws would would hit an AC 18 right now. So that will hit you, right? Yeah. Yeah. That hits me. Okay. That's two to six plus five. Oh, double one. So you only take seven. <laughs> okay. It's just a little scratch, and then he then he jumps in and, and starts running. Okay. Attack of opportunity. Yeah. A one. <laughs> Attack of opportunity. <laughs> a hit. Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna use my reaction on you. Oh, this time it was double sixes. So you can take uh, twelve plus five is seventeen. Okay. 
So he, this time he mauls you as, as you dive into his claw as he is jumping off. All right. Back in the, wow. That's a good with, the, with the body of that sailor. That's a pretty good swipe. Okay, so Jing's up next. He's sleeping on deck, so he will scramble up with his crossbow and clearly try to get a shot off. Really and, uh, aim into the water? Yeah. He has 50% cover while swimming. Okay, so right. that's... What does that translate to? It again? means I add two to his AC. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a nine. Okay, and that hits the water. Yeah, so I don't think we're anywhere with this guy. Alright, well... Whose turn? I guess... Oh, sorry. Uh, it's back up to Peric. Peric, you doing anything leaving the boat? Um... I'm... I'm just gonna let him go. I'll, yeah, I'll let him go. Alright. Eventually Sly wakes up after you wake him. Uh, and he, he berates the, s- the sailors for being... Uh, for not... He, he, like, finds that they are, He finds, like, a deck of cards and, like, evidence that they were not paying attention during their watch. So what, what, what do you do as a result? What you're telling me here and is... And one of them died, and the other one's, like, two hit points, right? So he's had his punishment. Keel Hall. What you're telling me here is... Is we're on a boat... And you got he got eaten by a bear. <laughs> yes, sir. <sighs> Move the boat further in the water. Wake me up in the morning. <laughs> All right, you're down a sailor. And, and what do you do about the one who's grievously wounded? Do you uh, lay on hands him or anything? I'll, yeah, I'll lay on hands him. Uh, I've got how, how many hit points do they have? Eleven. Yeah, I'll I'll give him nine hit points. Out of my pool here. Yeah, that'll bring him back. You know, if you don't remember to give a rousing speech, Ooh. they might have lived. Ooh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. They might have both lived. Good point. Or try to, but it was along the lines of, some of you may die, <laughs> but that's a chance I This won't. reminds me of a story from Dwarven Lore. I'll tell you the short version, which should only take about two hours. <laughs> <laughs> What's it sound about time, so-and-so, son of so-and-so. Son of so-and-so. <laughs> of the line of so-and-so. Blood of so-and-so. <laughs> Greatest of his name. <laughs> right. Not to be confused with. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, Cave Bear. Do we want to have cookies and ice cream? <laughs> to celebrate the death of your sailor? <laughs> yes. It's his, it's his uh, funeral uh, snack. All right, yeah, sure. Good a time as any. Welcome back. We had uh, crumble cookies, and we talked about our favorite songs because we were talking about Stranger Things. Yep. Um, but we won't share them with you, listener. <laughs> if you want to know, subscribe to our Patreon. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they need to do. All right. Um, For the low, low price. <laughs> One million dollars a month. <laughs> we'll tell you all our secrets like that. Um, all right, so... Uh, right, so you lost a sailor. Yeah. Yes. And he's dead. <laughs> That's what killing him means. <laughs> <laughs> or is he dead? <laughs> it, will he appear in a future episode to seek his revenge on you? Probably. You left me. Let that cave bear try to eat me. You, you were playing cards on your watch? <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay? Yeah. Sounds like a you problem, man. <laughs> um... 
Yeah, I think that... Maybe uh, some for, inspiring words from... from yeah, 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 I'll give a speech in the morning. One of us may have been eaten by a bear, but not all of us were eaten by bears! <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're like, well, yeah. <laughs> Did we know this journey would be dangerous? Yes. Will other of, of us die on this journey? Probably. Will you ever see your families again? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see. <laughs> So if you can't take it and you'd like to go home, now's your chance. And they're like, oh, yeah. is, that, is that an option? That, that sounds great. <laughs> but you're not going to want to because I'm inspiring. Because now you guys get to split the other guy's pain. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. You all got a 25% pay increase. They're all eyeing each other with daggers now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that was off the off the coast of the Scree Cliffs, right? Yeah. How many temporary hit points do we get, Rob? Nine. <laughs> there, whichever of the sailors joined in on that, they're like, I feel doubly good. Yeah. <laughs> so it's three of us and three of the sailors. So one of them. Oh. One of them uh, the one who was wounded is like. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, I don't can't help but fine. feel that if Tim had heard a message like that, <laughs> he could have saved his life. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. We get to come back with them, and it'll be like, all right, well, is this the guy that doesn't have the points? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so we have a couple options. I am thinking we should start heading up the river towards the mushrooms. The other options are the spring, which I think we would probably want John and Mike there with us before we start going after that, um, or the underwater bubble, which I think we should have the potions first. Oh, I didn't realize I see it. Yeah, this is the river that Elga was telling us about. Got it. So if we head up there, we can head towards the mushrooms that she wants us to get for her. Or, or we could keep going out. Or we can keep going around the, the lake and see see if we can fill out the outline east. No, we also go up the river to explore the river, too. Right, that's what I'm saying. Those are kind of our options. So I'm leaning towards river. A, because we have the quest, and B, because... I feel safer in a river <laughs> in the middle of the lake. And I feel like if we if we go too long or going around the lake, we're going to feel like we have to cut across to get back to the fort quickly. So. And somewhere over there are some hobgoblins. So are we... We think the hobgoblin territory goes all the way down? I don't know, but they're like over there somewhere. All right. Any objections to going up the river? Uh, will the keelboat fit up the river? Or... But at least uh, where it meets the lake, it would. Okay, so a little bit. They, they do rivers, depending <clears throat> on how big the river is. Okay. If only we knew the drought. <laughs> Thanks, Wizards of the Coast. I'm, you know, I'm, me and Google are going to get you covered over here. Hang on. According to Wikipedia, uh, hang on, they're built about a slight keel and designed for the navigation of rivers, shallow lakes, and sometimes canals. Huh. Tend pretty, not, not too much of a draft. It doesn't say... Exactly how much. But I'm guessing you could make it up a river because that's what they're designed for. <clears throat> Alright, well then I'm gonna. So you're sail up the river? Yeah. I so agree. first you have to sail into that next text over. Right. So my D10's a 1. Okay, noted. Does that fill you with dread? A little bit. <laughs> He's like, that guy was pretty tasty actually. <laughs> like, I, I could eat another one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes a little moorish. Come back for a second. Okay, uh, yeah, so. There's like a 25 counter that I know lives here. So. Okay. Oh, you, you watched it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It, that was really cool. Yeah, so, 
Uh, right, so, um, somebody make me a perception. Who's got good perception? Well, whoever's perceiving from the end of the... Well, that's probably... Oh. Aren't you back at the helm? Isn't that what you said he was from? Well, anyway, it's fine. Anyway, I rolled... Typically, the captain's not always also the lookout, is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, Jenks got the spyglass. But I rolled the unnatural 20. <laughs> I can roll if you want me to. Uh, yeah, I do. But not with it. Ten. All right, well, you probably see it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, on the lake, we would, we would treat it like planes in terms of distance, so let me just figure out how far away that is. Uh, on... 6640. Alright, so we'll be ready to multiply this by 40. Anyone got 27 times 40 in their head? <laughs> it's over a thousand feet, right? 250 times 40 would be a thousand, so then it's a thousand and eighty. No, I'm missing a little bit there. No, that'd be okay. <laughs> it is a thousand and eighty. Yeah, Good job. Go. That's math. Yeah, that's math. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so about a thousand feet away, you see uh, coming at you, starting to swim towards you from the shoreline, a uh, what <clears throat> looks like a beast with several heads uh, all writhing about. Whoa. And it's... You know, swimming in the water. Looks like if several sea serpents were all connected. Or, uh, you can't see its body, but you see several heads. Like a hydra? That's what it sounds like. Maybe we should turn on them. I, I, think, I think we should. Does the ballista fire behind the boat as we... Does turn? not. Okay, that's unfortunate. Yeah, he can show you the deck plan on that. <laughs> it's, on, it's on the front. But you could definitely get a shot off before, if you wanted to. Yeah, maybe we should. But uh, the range of a, of a ballista... Let's see if the DMG has that. I bet it doesn't. <laughs> Because why? I mean, because why, why would you want to know? Why that? would it? That would be silly. Right. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it has an armor class. It has uh, hit points. It has damage immunities. <laughs> if you were damaging a ballista. <laughs> oh no! It does have a range. Oh, 120 and 480. 120 480. So it, you're, it's beyond the the, the range. range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, so you can wait a few rounds while it swims towards you. Is it, is it swimming towards us? Yeah. Is it between us and where we want to go? Well, it will. Yeah, it, it's on an interception course with you. Mm. What do you? What are your commands, caller and/or captain? You're being. There's what looks like a beast with several heads swimming towards the boat. I say a thousand we, feet out. I say we cut directly for land. That's basically the direction it's swimming from. But you could. But is there like land to the left or right? That's yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, yeah, there's land to the left hand side. To the port side. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't have my ink marker or my, my grease marker. And, uh, <laughs> and so the, the, it's ahead of you and and also to the to the port side. <coughs> if, if we head towards land, it might just follow us. And they have legs. Yeah, yeah. So, we, okay. I mean, do we want to just... If we, if we can outrun it, Captain, then let's outrun it. But if we do end up having to fight it, I... Like our odds better out in the water. Oh, we have a ballista. <laughs> it's true. It's true. We can shoot it a bunch before it even gets to it. All right. You want to fight on water? Let's fight on water. I mean, let's see if we can outrun it first. Okay, so this is where we get into like keelboat speeds and and captain's actions and you know maritime combat rules such as they are in Ghost of Salt So I guess I I need initiative. Because we're in we're in a combat encounter or potentially combat encounter. Two. Okay, I act at eleven. Oh, there's something. What's the quality of our crew? That's a great question. <laughs> um, so pass me that book. I think 
Yeah, so I had rules on this in the other campaign, and we haven't enforced them for this group. But considering that once someone got eaten by a bear last night, but then there was a rousing speech, uh, we're going to have to say that the quality of your crew is... Because that affects initiative. That's two for Sly or for the sailors? Or are we calling them the same? This would be our boat. Well, it's, it's Sly. The boat acts on Sly's turn. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, so, ship requires the number of able-bodied sailors to crew it, as specified in the stat block. Uh, right. Crew starts with a quality of plus four, but that score varies over time, going as low as minus ten, as high as plus ten. As true cakes casualties, suffers hardships, and endures poor health, increases if they have good morale, have good health care, and receive fair leadership. So, for now, it's plus four. So, the boat is going at six. I, I thought you... The boat has the same initiative as Sly. That's the bonus. The I crew quality acts as a bonus to the initiative. I roll with two. I see. So the boat goes at four. Six. Six. Sly and That's the boat math. go at six. We go at six. Okay. What did you say, Perk? Nineteen. Okay, so most of you aren't going to have actions at the moment, but you could be manning the ballista ready for if it gets yeah, in Let's get the sailors on the ballista. Yeah. Well, so you only have four sailors, and to have a full crew... Crewing, you need three, okay. which is you plus two. So you have potentially two other sailors and two adventurers. Mm. <clears throat> you get two sailors helping on the ballista, and one of you guys can shoot the ballista. Yeah, I assumed you had all your sailors rowing, though. Yeah. That's no. a, that's, can, can we have one sailor help Peric and I on the ballista? Because I don't think we can right. do anything else. Crew. And Takes crew max of three there. Okay. Um, yeah, because that's going to be the far range, and if that doesn't mm-hmm. but again, kill if we're, it, then we'll... If, if we're turning about and running away, we're not going to get many shots in with Lista. We won't get any until we realize that we're not fast enough. Right. So So let's keep all the sailors rowing. Who acts first on initiative? Peric. Do you have any action I need to know about in round one? I don't know. Nope. Who's next? Hydra. Hydra. Hydra double moves. Which means it moves 60 feet towards you, which means it is now 1,020 feet from you, which okay. is going to take quite a while to close, right? Yeah. Uh, who's next? Uh, sly slash boat. Okay, Sly slash boat. What is your boat action? We are going to get underway and head away from the Hydra. Okay, so you are already underway, um, but you, ah, see, you have to choose between... Controlling the helm where you move up to the speed of one of the ship's movement components with a 190 degree turn. So you and you have oars movement or sails movement. You see all that? On the on its turn, the keelboat can take two actions, choosing from the options below. You only take one action if it only has one crew, but you have you have multiple crew. So you can take yeah, it's a little confusing, but I believe you can How's the wind? Uh, favorable. And we're going to use our sails. Okay. And those, the actions I see, I have fire ballista. Right. And which means you can double move. Okay. If you we're, want to. We're going to double move. Okay. So you, uh, and you can even, I believe, make uh, up to a 90 degree turn in that. So you can, you're, 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 are you turning port or starboard? So it's coming from. It's coming from uh, a head port. Head port. Port. Right. Yeah. Not only do we have like north lefterly, south lefterly. Now yeah. at, on the, on the lake we have, you know, port and starboard. Bearing three zero zero. Port right or left? Give me the port left. Port left. He's a head port. Lands that way. Mm-hmm. So we are gonna go starboard. Starboard that way. Okay. So you're heading out into the lake. So out into the lake. So two ninety degree turns. No, yeah. one would do it. One. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I have to go south. Yep. Make your bearing two seven zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, do south, right? Is that... <laughs> That's uh, one eight zero. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, one eight zero. Okay. Uh, so uh, with the sail, the sails. 
the wind billows right into them. Uh, it goes just like you would hope, which means uh, it would 15 while sailing, 35 while sailing with the wind. So then you will move 70, which means you you have moved 10 feet further than it is swimming. And we're now at 1030. 1030. 1030 bearing 180. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's suddenly become a very nautical campaign. Uh, okay. <laughs> One thing only. <laughs> uh, Whose who's turn, or are we, are we moving all the way down back to the Hydra? Uh, Jenk's not doing anything. Paragon, I don't think, is doing anything. So back to Hydra. So, like, yeah, I would only need to know if you were, like, casting some preparatory so, yeah. spell or something. So, yeah. so when you're when you're standing watch on the bridge, there, there's uh-huh. these, you have these giant pieces of paper like this called um, mo boards, maneuvering boards, and the ship is at the center, and it nice. goes ring, ring, ring. Uh-huh. And you can take a, a bearing and a range to a contact and, like, plot it on the paper and, like, draw the lines, and you get the closest point of approach. You can calculate the time and stuff. So Sly's probably doing all that stuff. He's like, uh-huh. He's like, like, I would love that stuff. It's yeah. over there? We're going over That's there. good stuff. Yeah. Jenk's hanging out on the back of the boat, waiting to see if the Hydra ends its turn <laughs> within 30 feet of it. So he's <laughs> trying to charm it. <laughs> he's just like, all right, it's about a thousand feet too far away, so I'm just going to wait. <laughs> Ready in action for 50 rounds from now. That's right. Uh, okay. All right, so uh, I think it's just a question of whether the wind remains favorable to you, right? Which is entirely a chance. So we're just gonna, I'm just gonna roll like 5d20 and see how things go over the, like, the course of the next 15 minutes, right? Okay, that's not great, not great, not great, great, and pretty good. So I think, I think if you're determined, you can probably escape. Pretty but it, are you? <laughs> but you will effectively, like, it will chase you for a while, and it will basically chase you out of this hex and into the next hex. Okay. Before, you, before it gives up and swims back. So we're in the hex to the south now? Correct. You've, yeah, you've effectively gone, you're no longer headed towards that, that river mouth. You are headed towards the Gushing Spring Hill, which means I need a new roll from you. What are the odds that that Hydra camps out there? Oh, probably. Is it a one? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it's not the Hydra. (laughs) Probably. Unless I roll a Hydra on my chart. It's another Hydra. (laughs) (laughs) This is the part of the map where the Hydra's drawn. (laughs) (laughs) That Hydra. His whole job was to drive you towards the bigger Hydra. (laughs) (laughs) They're working as a pack. Male Hydra. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so... Here we are in Gushing Spring Hill. <clears throat> There's a sign. Welcome to Gushing Spring Hill. <laughs> Watch out for hydras. <laughs> uh, let's see. The hydras don't get you, but they will. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. I sent me a picture of her daughter. Sleep in her bed, light on a book, open on her head. Nice. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a good parenting moment, right? Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. Uh, roll me perception. Seventeen. Five. Okay, and you you have a moment to shout like, "Look out! There's a big fish!" As <laughs> as an enormous like. Do you know what a gar is? Look one up. If, if, okay. Uh, G a r r. G a r. 
if you say gar fish, perhaps we help. Okay. Uh, they have, so they have like these really long, thin yes. snouts full of teeth. And an enormous one, even bigger than the ones you're seeing in your image search there, uh, breaches the water and comes diving for one of you. So hostile. The uninspired sailor. <laughs> <laughs> Make you feel his fear. Uh, yeah. So snatches him off the deck. Okay, so uh, right. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of you, right? Yeah. So you say D8 and on an 8, he misses. 8, two, eight goes for two of you, yeah. Oh. <laughs> 8 roll twice. Uh, so, uh, so 1, 2, 3. Oh, Glint is, oh, yeah. of course, number 8. That's true. Um, so one of the sailors, but not the uninspired sailor, uh, it's going for him. Uh, it's going to lead him in half. <laughs> oh, no. uh, yeah, uh, 29 to hit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, what kind of armor is he wearing? <laughs> <laughs> Leather. Doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it's not, not going to matter. <laughs> That's too many dice, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a lot, though. So he had nine bonus hit points, so he was at 21. 18. Okay, well, he just took 23 plus 9. Dead. <laughs> 31 points. Wow. Yes. Holy cow. Yeah, so he got demolished. Like swallowed whole. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I said look out! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, wow. that, it like dives across the keel. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You're like, man, we're down to three sailors. And they're like, no. We're down to no sailors. <laughs> So, like, keeping it everyone's initiative from before, uh, but having acted on my, quote, surprise round, uh, whose turn is it now? Peric's? Peric, what do you do? Um, when it lands back in the water, um, I'm gonna, I'd like to use my channel divinity on it to entangle it, nature's wrath. Sure. Cause spectral vines to spring up and reach for a creature that you can see. Uh, it says within 10 feet. Mm. Of you? Yes. That doesn't sound right anyway for Entangle. Is it not within oh, 10 feet of oh. where you cast the spell? Well, it's... Oh, no, no, it's not like casting Entangle. It's like for use in combat, right? Y- yeah. It's like it's channeling his divinity. So I don't think you could... I mean, you could ready that for the next time it jumps into the boat. Oh, um, or back. The next time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe uh, coming around for another pass. I get to cast real spells. Uh, yeah, I'll do that, I guess. Yeah, I'll stand on the deck. And ready that? Ready that? Come at me, bro! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, who's up? You are. Sweet. Uh, so, pretty soon we'll be down to a D6. D8 is a reroll. Seven. He's coming for Glint. Oof. Okay. Uh, so, oh, I just, I remember, sorry, I remembered this uh, when I was looking at the keelboat from before. We didn't count this with the bear, and we didn't count it before with the guard, but I just remembered. Um, uh, if you... Look at your keelboat, Wom. It's got a railing. It's got a railing, which provides half cover, which adds two to everyone's AC while they're behind the railing. So would the 29 have hit? (laughs) 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 Give me some math here. (laughs) Yes. I mean, maybe not. (laughs) All right, so uh, does a... Oh, small creatures get three-quarters cover. Nice. So what does three-quarters cover do? 
That may affect things, because, uh, but Glint is size medium, right? He's medium, yeah. Okay. Three quarters provides greater coverage than half. Thanks, DMG. <laughs> no, I didn't actually read that. I know, but that's like what it would say. Oh, sure, I've covered on here somewhere, but I don't. Someone look up three quarters coverage just in case it matters. Uh, plus five bonus to AC. Okay. So, yes. does a 24 hit Glint with a plus two to his AC? Oh, just barely. Sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> Like, well, he might have to. Well, he, if he doesn't kill him instantly, he will blink. <laughs> How many points does he have? 22. Alright. Lynch should always have an action ready. <laughs> First sign of trouble. Boop. <laughs> Whenever I enter someone's mouth, <laughs> I blink out. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, so he's going to take 20. Okay. Plus something, but I'm just leaving it at 20. Because it's Glint. We love Glint. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and be grappled. Okay. Probably be grappled. You're, he's considered restrained. Okay. Yeah. So he's in the maw of it. And if you'll, it will try to swallow him next turn. How far... At the end of the Gar's turn, how far away from the ship? That's an interesting question, right? So it swims 60, and it's attacking in the middle of that. So 30 feet. Okay. Ish. Okay. So, would it be fair to say then that the garden is turned within 30 feet of Jank? Yeah. Okay. Jank is going to use a reaction to invoke his stone room. He going to get big? No. It's when it's true. <laughs> that might not be great on no. the boat. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sploosh. Whoa! No, when a creature you can see ends a turn within 30 feet of you, you can use your reaction to force a creature to make a wisdom saving throw, DC 14. All right. I'm here for it. Uh, I don't think I made that. I rolled a six, and they're not that wise. <laughs> okay, so unless it succeeds, then the creature is charmed by you for one minute. Oh. While charmed in this way, the creature has a speed of zero and is incapacitated. Descending it has into like a stars rotating around its head? Yeah. The creature repeats the same throw at the end of each of its turns, and then the effect on the success. Okay. Yeah. Currently charmed. Yeah. Until you attack it. No. Attacking doesn't charm it. It, it can repeat the save at the end of each of its turns, but it doesn't say anything about attacks... But I think the charmed condition, uh, charmer has advantage, uh, right, it didn't, doesn't it, it was it, no, maybe I'm just thinking of different spells that have that. Charmed creature can't attack you or target you with harmful abilities. You have advantage on ability checks to interact socially with it. Yeah. like me. Okay, so yeah, it sort of stops swimming, uh, and kind of goes, hangs out. Okay, yeah. sweet. Okay. So it's it's not going anywhere. Whatever we want to, we could just do to it. Run. <laughs> we could, yeah. I didn't know if we wanted to. I I figured you'd want it to not get away with Glint. So once Glint's safe, yeah, we want to do something. Yeah. Um, but for now, it is Sly's turn. Sly in the boat. How big is this fish? Huge. Can keep the boat within. He's gonna ram it. Okay. Oh jeez. <laughs> He's gonna grab it. You said. Ram it. He's gonna ram, ram it. it. Oh. Presumably, you looked at rules for that. Uh huh. Great. Explain them to me. <laughs> Crashing a ship. Yeah, here we go. Sly's like, mm. like uh, from hell's heart, I stab at thee. <laughs> when a ship crashes, it must way. immediately make a DC 10 constitution saving throw. Okay. On a sail, face sail, it takes damage to the hull based on the size of the creature. Object it crashed into is shown on the crash damage below. And it deals up to 8D. Uh, well, so, wait, wait. It crashes. It's, it also stops moving <laughs> if the object or creature... Oh, 
It also stops moving if the object creature is one size smaller than it or larger. Okay. Otherwise, the ship continues moving. It's one size smaller. It's huge. So yeah. it will stop. Yeah. And the creature struck by the ship must make a dexterity saving throw with a DC equal to 10 plus the ship's strength modifier, taking damage based on the ship's size. Okay. So we have some saving throws. Yeah. Okay, and so. And damage rolls. Well, first you have to maneuver it, right? You have to. You don't just automatically crash it. You have to move it into its. its um. I think I'm going to call for a vehicle, you know, a, a water vehicle check. I'll allow it a strength, though. Yeah, I don't see anything about, like, aiming. Well, it says if the ship moves into a space occupied by, occupied by a creature or an object. At the moment, your ship is not there, so you would have to move for the ship actions to do that. Mm-hmm. So, and to do that in combat into its space, I'm, I'm ruling that that would require a okay. water vehicle's check. What do you got? Twenty-one. Okay, so yes, you hard hard to starboard or whatever, and in you go towards the ship or toward the the giant gar that has lint in its mouth. Uh, uh, speed is zero and incapacity. I, I, I feel like I feel like you have I think you have to. What is it? To the last, I grapple with thee. From hell's heart, I stab at thee. For hate's sake, I spit my last breath at thee. <laughs> Moby Dick. Moby Dick, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so, right, so you crash. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, you ship must make a DC 10 Constitution saving throw. That's my Constitution. Your Constitution as a keelboat is 13, plus one. Alright. 50-50. You proficient on Constitution saving throws? Not, uh, not as a ship. No. <laughs> Boom, made it. Okay. So you don't take damage to your hull. Wow. You do stop moving. Mm-hmm. How much damage guard? <laughs> a creature struck by a ship must make a dexterity saving throw with a DC equal to 10 plus the ship's strength modifier. What's your strength modifier as a keelboat? Plus three. <coughs> I failed. Sweet. Which means I'm about to take a ton of damage. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm gonna roll on a failed save, on a failed save I take... 16d10, I think? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. <laughs> the funny thing is, killboats are, are, are gargantuan, but they're by no means the largest of boats. So why does this stop at gargantuan? Because everything's gargantuan. I don't understand why the table doesn't go higher. Because it's the same getting hit by a keelboat as it would be getting hit by a galley. <laughs> Which is crazy. Which is insane, yeah. Yeah. So we, we should continue the chart up. like. Oh, right. 16d10, not nearly enough. <laughs> We're gonna ram everything from now on. <laughs> well, you know, they, they there are ship modifications, including rams. Five points. Okay, it's alive. What? <laughs> Holy crap! And pissed. <laughs> what charm? Charm. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else? On your turn? Anything else on your turn, one? <laughs> now. That's good. Right. It's Jake's turn. That's uh, right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess Jake will try to crossbow uh, it. Yeah, yeah. the ballista can't, now that you've rammed it, you, the ballista can't yeah. point down right there, right? <laughs> um, so, light crossbow. You don't, you don't want to hit it twice? <laughs> Dwayne! Can you lean over the ship and hit it with your... I, how Sounds risky. Yeah. Jump into the water on top of it with your axe. Grab that potion. <laughs> Are you a dwarf or what? Yeah. Are dwarves known for jumping into lakes? <laughs> <laughs> They're known for going wherever their axe needs them. 
I mean, when the story comes out, it's going to be like the goblin who rammed a ship into it. It's going to be the hero. <laughs> All right. You really, really let the he, goblin be the he hero? Will, he, will, he will grab the potion. He's not going to drink it yet. Yeah. He's got uh, it on his person. He's going to jump down. I already have it. His current setting is studded leather armor, no shield. So he's double-handing the, the battle I can see it in my mind's eye. Um, two attacks. Here we go. For Glint! Wow. I got a nat one and a nat twenty. <laughs> On a nat one, he's charmed and incapacitated, so he can't take actions or reactions. Thank goodness. Wait, oh no. Wait if he's incapacitated, you have advantage, right? Oh, I guess. Correct. Well, no, you have advantage on social interactions. Yeah, incapacitated doesn't. Oh, incapacitated anything. means. Yeah. He so can't take actions or reactions or bonus actions. Right, and he has but a speed of zero. Yeah, not because the incapacitated. But it does not give him. Does not give you advantage on attacks. Right. Okay. So the one luckily doesn't mean anything negative other than I just miss it. Yeah. Actually, no, that's that's my half dwarf is not luck. Um, okay, so but Nat 20, I'm gonna roll double roll dice. Double damage, yeah. Um that is a total of fifteen magical slashing. Okay. Um and I guess I'm on this now. Yeah. <laughs> did, um, did you tie a rope around yourself too as a interact with object? Uh, I mean, your interact with object was grabbing this potion. Yeah. Um, actually, I'll throw you a line. It's fine. Is it is it too late to say that as I was jumping in the air, I used my bonus to giant size onto the gar? No. Okay. <laughs> then I want to do that. Okay, uh, you are currently riding a gar. <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> also charmed charming, by uh, also hitting it with your axe. <laughs> yeah. Um, that will. Increase your damage? Yeah, by 1d6. Extra 1 mm. damage. That extra 1 that does it. But I am Super Mario'd up and mm-hmm. on this thing, <laughs> wailing at it with a two-hand battle axe. Okay. Um, and it is now Sir Peric's turn. Glint uh, uh, on your turn? Uh, so Glint will use his blink... Um, yeah, his teleport ability to get back up onto the ship. Okay. <laughs> uh, Paris. Let that dog go! <laughs> uh, so Open that mouth! Let me see! <laughs> give it back. Drop it. Um, you give? Yeah. <laughs> Drop it. Drop it. Um, Peric is grabbing his lance and Uh-oh. flying off the end of the ship. and uh, Valkyrie down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... So he'd like to use his bonus action to cast Thunderous Smite on himself. Sure. Uh, the weapon rings with thunder that is audible for 300 feet. And he's screaming. Kabooms. He's furious. Do kaboom. Um, <laughs> so I rolled a 1 and a, ah. and a 25. Okay. <laughs> so that's... Well, I guess if he doesn't have actions or reactions... Yeah, yeah, no. Doesn't. We are picking the... So, Best time to roll Be, ones. Yes, but I'm gonna rule that you're 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 gonna do all the damage from your lance, but your lance will break. Okay. Right. Because that's cool. All right. All right. right. All right. That's a cool cool effect of the one. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna need a new lance. I'll have to. I'll get. To, I'll have to get it repaired because it's. Fun. And it makes a better story. Yes. Because yes. it broke finding a fish. We're gonna call it lance bass. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Two, three. Okay, so since he used thunderous, if, if only like Yorgrim were here, you could like totally dominate this, or you know, make friends with this right thing, and yeah, creature, like convince it to guard your castle from here on out, or whatever. But yeah, Yorgrim's good... not here; he's far away. 
Uh, so Peric, he's this way. We he's, attach it to the front of the boat and it pulls right. out. Right. But no. So I've got a D12 for my lance. A this, 2D... this turns out to be the dangerous end of the lake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were like, stay away from the willow west. Stay away from. Stay away from the lake. <laughs> the whole lake is off limits. The middle's fine. Is it? Or you know. So twenty-one damage. Okay. It's dead. You drive it into its into its little fish brain and snap the lance. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, okay. Fish is now sinking. Nice. Let's get some ropes on it. Get some ropes on it quick. Uh, so, okay, so whose turn is it? Uh, it's your turn. I have no actions, and I'm so done. So, slides I'm next. We're going to try to get some ropes on it to pull this thing back to port. Okay. And um, also, Jank is down there. <laughs> you're going to want to ungiant size at some point, though. We're right? going to throw the rope to you, and your job is to tie it on. Yeah. Okay. As long as Jank's not sinking with the guard. You will be, yeah, but, but there's ropes. Okay, so, uh, yeah, roll... A dice somehow to see how that. <laughs> what a, what a check it's, is that? A nineteen. There's okay. a like a sleight of hand maybe to tie it. Sure. You yeah nineteen. All right. So that's a dexterity check to like get you the ropes. You got the ropes. Make me a sleight of hand check to like you know. Five. Okay. Well you're you you, you haven't practiced being giant size and tying them around a big fish. And some the physics is different because they're tiny, tiny ropes. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> well, I'm so big that it feels like I'm tying it with floss or something. That's I'm what like, I mean. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. it's just not working. So, uh, it's it's going to take at least a few rounds. To okay. Get that to so. Work. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you remember how to tie like a clove and like or something. pour glint on the on the dock. dock. The he should be actually making death saves. Uh, right. As a. Because I should have dealt him more damage, and, we, and but then we would treat him like a PC, right? Uh-huh. So make him a death save okay. for this round. Oh, maybe a twenty. Okay, so nice. he like, whoop, 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 you know, like shakes the water, <laughs> yeah, like shakes all the water up, yeah. and uh, seems fine, surprisingly. But he, he he's saw got, he's got like big bite marks on him. He saw how furious Peric was to defend him. Right. Yeah. He's got rad scars. Yes. Okay. Well, you have, eventually, you have tied a giant gar behind you. Now what, Let's Captain? Drag it back to the fort and have a big fish fry. <laughs> Is that the plan, uh, Caller? Yeah, I think we should start heading back. Okay, so, um, by my reckoning, that is one, two, three, four, five, six hexes yeah. back. Yeah, so... So a couple of days worth, anyway. Yep. <laughs> During which time this thing will be attracting other predators. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, all right, start start rolling. You're eventually going to have to camp, too. Yeah. So, five on a d10. Okay, we'll skip that. That moves you back toward the scree cliffs. Yeah. I'm assuming you're exploring your new hexes during this. Uh, no, just the straight, straight shot. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten is my next one. Okay, uh, you sail right by the stone titan again. Okay, this is where things could get interesting because you're sailing past old crack jaws den and he would definitely like to eat some of that. Uh, that's true. And this is probably where about where you'd have to camp. Well, actually, you should have camped already. So this is the next day, maybe. But uh, three. Roll me a d8, please. Um, or what is the d8? Eight. Ah, uh, a terrain argument. This is an interesting one. Some <laughs> issue comes up among the travelers. You can see why it would with the sailors at this point. <laughs> Where that causes a disagreement exacerbated by the terrain and its hardships. The fact that the boat's not traveling very fast, towing a, a giant gar that's. But we have a giant fish! Yeah. 
How roll cool persuasion versus the forage DC of the uh, of the terrain. So is that me or is that the captain? That's the the caller. Okay. I think the head of it can go on the tip of the boat. <laughs> Ooh, that's a six total. Okay, that's going to fail, so that gives me an extra encounter chance. Wow. <clears throat> All right. Uh, luckily, old Crackjaws does not come get you. Okay. Whew. That was close. Do I need to make any rolls for when we spent the night? Um, yeah, I do, actually. Okay. Surprisingly, nothing attacks you. Maybe, like, things are like, we don't want to go near that fish. It might be a deterrent. You wouldn't <laughs> think so, though. <laughs> All right. Next up, we've got an eight. Uh, not applicable here. And then our last... Actually, uh, what is your D8 of that? Oh, sorry, I picked him That's up. That's all right. Roll it. Uh, just... Three. And your D... Roll a D4. Four. Okay. Hang on. Uh, roll a D12. Eight. Hmm. So this is actually not too far from where you were ensnared before, but now you, you notice that uh, as you're trying to sail away from old Crackjaw's area, there's, like, plants are, like, coming out of their way to, like, try to drag the ship, snare the ship. Shortest route home wasn't the shortest. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's not going to stop the ship, but it is slowing it down, and it is making it different. Actually, I need a water vehicles check from you to try to make sure that the plants don't grab 19. your guard. Okay, you managed to navigate such that the plants don't snag your guard too much. You can't have my fish. Does it slow us down enough that we have to camp after two hexes? or You probably have to camp one more time before you can make it home, yeah. You can do it not right by old crackdose then, but you do it again sort of by the weird statue. Which weird statue? The weird tree. Okay. That's, I think that's the hex that I just rolled to travel into. Well, right, but I'm, I'm just because we already encountered the plants near Old Crackjaw's Den, it makes sense for the thing that you rolled to actually be at the edge of that hex. So I need to roll one more time before. No, you're good. Okay. Um, but you're 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 stopping to camp there, right? Yeah. Okay. I just need to make a note in in my hex. Okay. Uh, right. So now you're camping again. Nothing. Nothing. Maybe something. So who has third watch? Peric. So Peric is going to catch sight of some. He's going to see a giant frog. It's like, it comes near your boat, has a look around, it doesn't... Okay, just just carry But on. if you were Yorgrim, you would now have seen a giant frog. <clears throat> Peric. Describe it. Yeah, tell Yorgrim about it. He'll say, it's, it's not enough. It's, it's like a frog, but like way bigger. <laughs> yeah. Like way bigger. <laughs> it like bumps on it. Yeah. Spots. Okay, so otherwise the night passes uneventfully. Okay. Uh, Sailing past the Swamp Witch's Island. Yeah, that's a nine. Like, really tall. Oh, you got the little one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait till its mama comes for you. Uh, okay, so yeah, you that that would be discovering the site. So she, you, you see her like fishing on the shore. <laughs> she like glares at you like, get away from my island. Hi, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Hey>, Olga! <laughs> That's not even remotely mushroom. <laughs> crazy, crazy girl. <laughs> All right, and then one more to get back to your river. Uh, ten. You've discovered the Staglord Keep. <laughs> Good job. He was here the whole time? <laughs> uh, yeah. Why so, do they keep calling it the Staglord Keep? Yeah. To get over. So your your sailor team is effectively broken from a Rosen team's perspective. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Needs repair. Yeah. We put out a help wanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sailors wanted. <laughs> Two, maybe three. <laughs> Low wages, high risk. Apply within. <laughs> uh, um, 
Uh, is it time to deal with the monster parts rules? <laughs> are, you, are, you are you treating? Do you want to convert this into fish commodities or monster parts commodities or what? Do you, or just decoration commodity? <laughs> okay. I think we should. Plenty to like smoke the meat or something if we're gonna. Preserve. Yeah, I mean we can have tons of food out of it and then have its bones and skull as cool decoration. The skull would definitely be cool. trophy room. How big is this? Gun? Well, the size of this table. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> is there any treasure in its belly? Did it I'm, eat? I'm glad you asked. Chests of rare and precious magical items. The <laughs> treasure was the friendships we discovered. The <laughs> Sailors are like that. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> the skull is gonna look cool. You know, if you look up gar fish skull, you'll see that they're cool looking. But I don't think it probably has very much treasure. But it's probably swallowed some things, considering it has a swallow attack. So yeah, I'll roll its treasure, sure. I mean, at a minimum, we'll find whatever that one sailor had on. Yes, you'll find his scimitar, <laughs> <laughs> leather pants, or whatever. His three coppers. And... Ironically. This is the random treasure that I generated, which says 90 gold pieces, 8 platinum pieces, a fish skull, <laughs> several tin coins, and some stale bread. What wow. <laughs> <Wet> stale bread? <laughs> yeah, like maybe covered in guard <laughs> stomach acid. Maybe it was really sealed well. <laughs> yeah, it's in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> it's in a barrel. <laughs> Wait a second, this treasure is anachronistic. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so obviously, eventually, the fish skull is going to adorn your trophy room. Jank will tell the story again and again. Um, I got huge! Pyrrhix broke his lance, and Slide crashed the boat. I guess that probably mattered too. <laughs> it was mostly the axe. Right. Um, <laughs> When Sly Zib tells the story, yeah, I punched that thing. Right. Uh, <laughs> I hit it with a boat. So I guess I need a nature check to uh, accurately preserve the skull. Well, the place is going to smell like fish. Well, get, well that skull rots. Yeah. Did it not already smell like it's fish? It's going to be worse. <laughs> uh, I'm going to... Uh, nature. I got plus three. I've got minus one. Breaks there, but pardon it. Pardon <laughs> yeah, wait, can you preserve this? Could you smoke it? Flame? Or yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I can or I can pull a Breeks. That's recall already over. <sighs> Is Yorgrim there yet? No, no. there in two days. Actually, by this time, he it depends on whether he stops and hangs out at the um, at the lodge to do a rooms and teams turn. <gasps> Nat twenty. Nat twenty. You are on fire tonight. tonight. Wow. Maybe you're just unlucky when other Mike is here. <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's possible, okay, right? Who's going to tell him? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. For the good of the, of the campaign, you can't fuck that's right. No, <laughs> you, know, you just have to take turns. You, know, you have to take one of the team sometimes. So, yes, you managed to well preserve the giant gar skull, which you can add to your trophy room tour. Write that down somewhere, someone. <laughs> There's a giant gar skull in your trophy room. I feel like that should give us hints. <laughs> trophy, trophy room already does. No, it just doesn't give you bonus information. She'd been unlocked. Gar skull. Yeah. The trophy room is assumed to be filled with cool trophies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you ever meet, like, the gar people who worship the gar, then... Or maybe they'll get upset about that. Whoa, yeah, what have you done? Exactly. We and then, found a dead gar and decided to preserve its <laughs> right, <laughs> washed up on uh, the show of respect. And, and presumably you're you're smoking 
lots and lots of gar fish and preserving yes. that. Right. Yes. We're, we're treating that as fish, not as monster parts. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay. All right. Uh, let's call that one d twelve loads of fish. Twelve. Yeah. I mean, you would need salt to adequately preserve it. You don't actually have salt here. Two loads. Yeah, so um, that's, the, I guess, the limit of the salt that you had available enough to preserve two loads worth of fish. Which, to be fair, a load is ten barrels, which is half a ton. And we're forcing everyone to eat the rest of it. That's right. It's fish. It's fish three, three meals a day for the rest of the year. We're going to eat until this fish is gone. We just pull that up on what's his, what's um, Lark. Yeah, Hi, like, Lark, get to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, house-sized fish. <laughs> make it a little bit different every time. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, it's not quite ha- what I thought would happen tonight, but, you know, I try not to set my expectations anywhere in particular. I was really hoping that we'd get to go up the river a little bit. The Hydra says no. <laughs> and now I'm, like, afraid to go back, because I'm like, what if that's no, going to has gone. What are you worried about? The Hydra. <laughs> I'm afraid that the Hydra lives in that corner of the Well, lake. he was kept in check by the car. <laughs> oh, wait. He's been <laughs> now it'll like, run Now we can roam free. <laughs> yes. oh, wait, where's the... The Hydra showed up here. Okay. Where was the spring? Over down Southern, here. Yeah. Oh, well, we just walked this way. No, I wanted to go up the river to get the mushrooms. Oh, right. We haven't explored anywhere. Like, we don't know where this river goes or what the train looks like or anything. Well, we can always just walk this way. It's true. Sure. Not everything has to happen by keelboat. <laughs> um, one thing I don't think... Have we ever done a spot a spotting from our fort? No. <laughs> don't we never have. Crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to try to accomplish that? Let's do a spotting from our Yeah, we port. got time. You, you want to see, you're trying to see through the spyglass what's in the hexes around us? Um, Their hex features? I mean, many of them are unexplored, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Jenk is going to climb to the highest point of the fort. And the fort. I mean, the, the highest point in the hex may be a different place than your That's fort, true. but um, it does have a commanding view. 26. Hexes? That, that was my athletics check. Oh, yes. You managed to climb there, yes. <laughs> so, I can see three hexes. Okay. Um, which which ones, hex would you like to know about first? Do, what do we want to do? Like, north, northeast, southeast? Well, we've come to this one. Yeah, but you... That's, yeah. I'm surprised at how many of the hexes along the river that you've traveled through remain unexplored. Right. Yeah. We didn't reconnoiter or yeah. leave the river. And then we're just like, you know. We're traveling. Yeah. We didn't stop to see the biggest ball of yarn or the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wall just, drug. <laughs> we're making good time. We <laughs> no stop. Do you know the word else on the biggest ball of yarn in, in Minnesota? No. There's a whole song about it, yeah. Oh, wow. It's, it's a pretty good word else on yeah. It was on our travel mix when we were driving across the country. Nice. Yeah. Um... All right, which hex do you want to know about? So, are you okay that Rob North? Sounds good. Okay, North first. That is all forest. Okay, I rolled a 19 in my spyglass. Okay, it is forest. Okay. Yeah, because it turns out my I was I was doing the rules wrong before. DC 15 for a landmark feature, DC 20 for a standard feature. Hidden features cannot be cited. For yeah. Okay, and then Northeast? Along the river? Yeah, uh, it's a 14. Okay. You only see the river. Okay, and then southeast. And but you see possibly Yorgrim traveling down it? Oh. And what's, is that Hexa Moors? Moors, yes. Okay. And then southeast is Moors. 12. Yeah, Moors. Mm-hmm. Okay, so nothing. Hey! <laughs> Could have. All right. What else do you want to accomplish tonight? Anything? 
We could walk and reconnoiter some of those hexes, like 10 minutes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. I don't know how I feel about entering the forest, though. <laughs> we go against forests. <laughs> it's the fae. The creepy. Fae are weird. No offense, <laughs> Perry. <laughs> All right, let's I mean, if the fae are being weird right next to you, isn't that something you have to worry about anyway? <laughs> they stay in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in order to reconnoiter forests, if we want to do it in one walk. Oh, you are going north? Well, that's, I want to double check with them because we basically have to split up if we want to get the forest done on much. Take two watches. Or bring a bunch of skirmishers. Okay. We can each I mean, lead. You could still split up, but you know. No. All right. So we will each have a team of something with us, whether it's skirmishers or. Well, actually, that 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 would take them out of rooms and teams for next turn. I think we can just do it on our own. Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. do. We do right. multiple. We can stick to, let's stick together and just do. Okay. However many watches, because we're next to our house. <coughs> Bless you. Yeah, it's a survival. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, it's a twenty-six. Okay, that's a success. Okay, and another watch. It's a uh, 12. That's a fail. Do we get to help at all? No, no we don't allow. 19? Uh, yeah, I think that beats the medium forest. Yeah, that beats it. So yeah, you're good. <coughs> Excuse me. Is that enough successes? Or you yeah, that's okay. That's probably a full day's worth. Yeah. Um, so here's what you encounter. Uh, right, so you, you're you coming through the woods there, and you... Um, you, you hear the sound of it, unintelligible cursing uh, echoing through the woods. Uh, just visible through the trees, a small wagon sits mired in the middle of a swiftly flowing um, creek as the waters threaten to overwhelm its sides. Uh, two ponies are hitched to the wagon and floundering in the swirling waters close to panicking. Two more wagons sit safely on the far bank. What do you do? Hot shot. What gotta, do you do? We gotta save them, right? Yeah. So we go over, try to help get the, the ponies and the wagon behind it out of the creek. It's probably some sort of athletics slash animal handling or something. Yeah, let me uh, see what I have there. Um, right, so you have a few rounds to act before the wagon is lost. You first have to make a DC 10 athletics check to reach the stranded wagon by you know, by swimming. It's an 18. Okay, you're good. Nope. It's slides like, oh, I, don't, I don't do water. Can, uh, can parrot fly? You can. Okay. Roll anyway. <laughs> see. Uh, 22. Yeah, that's why he did Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is easy. <laughs> Come on, Slide. All right, so the two of you have reached the ponies, or the wagon. Ponies must be unhitched and led to shore, requiring animal handling checks or a wild empathy check if you have that ability, but you don't. It's a 19. Okay. Nine. <laughs> okay, your pony is calm. Yours it, it, it still requires some help, so this is round two. Two. Right. Um, so you've unhitched your your pony. Are you you're, are you still trying to get there? No, he's, he's got encouragement. Okay. Um, Do we want the pony hitched to take the wagon? They're 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 uh, freaking out. They're gonna hurt themselves if you don't unhitch them. But if we unhitch them, we're gonna lose the wagon. You'll move the wagon with your strength check oh, okay. combined. Okay, got it. That's you will become the ponies. He's <laughs> gonna start trying to pull the wagon out. You gotta get in the water without getting there. Oh, he's gonna try to get there then. Yeah, he does not. Okay. <laughs> um, Okay, so round three, your you are your pony is led to a bank, and you can make it back to the wagon. Y- you, are, uh, five animal handle. Uh, your pony is freaking out. Okay. Um. So that's round three. Round. Is he gonna try to get to four? The... He that was he rolled it. He rolled his. That was for the second round. You're right. right. Okay. Round three. 
Well, yes. Now he's fine. Now you've there. decided to get in the water. Mm -hmm. You're you're no longer being swept downstream. Okay. You you so you make it there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, now it's round four. Should I? You can help with the pony if you want. Okay. Do you want me just? To or or let's have Rob roll it first. Rob, how's how's it going with that pony? Am, am I doing it or help? You you just oh do you want to help him and yeah. give him advantage? Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, just okay. yeah. Uh, 14. Okay, so with Jank's help, you calm the pony down. Uh, He's like, you have to speak softly to it, Perry. Come on. Right, stop don't, yelling at it. Don't yell at the pony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've now reached there as well. Do you... Okay, so then basically you guys have a couple of rounds to, to try to make this wagon move the way you want it. So uh, who will be rolling and you guys can offer advantage? Is that like an athletics or straight? Athletics. Okay, so you should, I've got you should get plus seven just, on that. You should just pick it up. Yeah, you should get big. We'll help you. Because that's cool. Okay, so I have, I have advantage on that. Sure. Yeah, and then narratively, yeah, I'll, I'll get big. Even yeah. though it doesn't offer any Hulk mechanical out. advantage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nat 20. Oh, nice. Okay, so... <laughs> yeah, so like, you like, you know, you write it and like move it to the to the edge. And these guys are like, I'm helping too. <laughs> 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 uh... So, yeah, you, you managed to save the wagon and the ponies, and there are gnomes uh, who are part of this expedition, and they're cheering with delight and uh -oh. saying, you know, that uh, that, uh, that was rad. So, Jank's loving it. How does Sly feel about all these gnomes? Isn't there problems with gnomes? That's cobbles. It's, it's cobbles, oh, yeah. Oh, it's right. It was Micmac. Yeah, He'd be like, yeah. oh, we should have uh, gone them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Micmac, uh, you know. That's, that's <laughs> I loved when Micmac's, like, religious advisor was like, yeah, and when you get a chance, stab the gnome. It's your duty. I <laughs> 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 haven't seen Micmac in play in a long time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He hangs uh, out at the tavern all the time now. Yeah, he just drinks himself. <laughs> yeah. stupor. Yeah, he had a... Uh, he theoretically helps out a little bit with rooms and teams on the on the farm, but... He, uh, you know, it, it was a little traumatizing finding out that the, the, the um, Cyclops that he was training under was planning on eating his horse. <laughs> <laughs> he's still recovering from that, is he? Yeah, he's like, I almost lost Clip Clop a second time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Poor old Clip Clop. Um, okay, so uh, they invite you to have a meal with them and celebrate the fact that you saved their wagon. So do the gnomes live here in the Hex, then? Well, uh, we're getting to that. Okay. We're <laughs> just meeting them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm, yeah. Uh, so they explain over a meal, uh, <laughs> which you are sharing with them. Like civilized people. Like civilized people where you can ask them questions. <laughs> um, that they're a group of gnome explorers, and they've been surveying and mapping uh, oh. this area. Ooh. Uh, and... Rob's all excited to share maps. They want to compare notes. Um, they they'd chosen this site as a good place for their base camp, but while they were setting up their tents, a band of kobolds attacked them, and they drove off the kobolds. <laughs> but the kobolds caused a lot of damage and panicked some of the ponies that were unfortunately still hitched to the supply wagon. This was like an hour ago, maybe. Ponies rushed into the rivers. This wagon became lodged in the muddy bottom. Uh, they've been unable to get the wagon unstuck and were standing powerlessly on the shore until you showed up. Cursing, apparently. <laughs> um, so there's nine gnome explorers under the leadership of the flamboyant Jubilost Narthropple, who is he a self-described wealthy gnome explorer, map maker, and raconteur. Ooh, that's awesome. Hey, do any of you have any sailing experience? <laughs> no. Oh. Well, we, we, just just a little bit south of here, we've got a fort. <laughs> we're, we're recruiting sailors. <laughs> you're welcome to come and... and 
live with us and, and, and work there and, and contribute to the community, we, uh, we've, we've got a pretty stronghold there, so it's, we help keep you safe. Um, plus, we are rich with, with history mm. and knowledge. Uh, I can share so much about the history of this region and its heroes if you'd like to come check out the fortress. Uh, he, and are you asking about sharing maps, Herc? Yes. He's really reluctant about that because he's, uh, there, that's like his livelihood, right? He doesn't just share that kind of thing. So, uh, make a, well, per- we can put that wagon right back in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> make a persuasion check. Okay. You get offer to share on. Ten. Mm. He's like, yeah, I, I sell my maps, but I don't, I don't trade my maps. How much? Uh, he offers um, to sell uh, uh, maps of, of for like a thousand gold pieces per like important site that he reveals. Steep. Which you do have like a few thousand at the port. You well, wanted, yeah. but... How big of an area does your map cover? Well, that would be telling. Um, so he, I guess, considering you saved his wagon and ponies, he's willing to, to go half price, friends and family discount. Mm. Okay. Um, is there some place in particular you're looking for a map towards? Um, so t- uh, the area to the north of where we are right now in the forest, uh, the our, our party has not, uh, our adventuring party has not been there, and uh, we would benefit the most I maps relating maps to, to the woods. Of the woods. So let me see. I have to refer to. Okay, so uh, of the woods, they haven't explored that much. But but hang on, let me let me just. We have this really nice map of a farmstead up on the river. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> might be into this lake mountains. Pretty sure no one knows it. <laughs> Just um, secret dwarven. They don't even know about that. They don't even know about the door. It's <laughs> just the lake. So for free, he'll tell you that he can give you a map to where there's a, a, a place where a crater made a clearing in the woods. There might be star metal there. Um, or he thinks there's a... He knows the, the location of a, of a fey uh, sacred cave. Wow. Uh, I that. And <laughs> he... Um, also knows the location of a ruined keep that's not too far away. Is it ours? <laughs> no. <laughs> In the woods. He's like, he's like, thanks for the 500 gold. If you go one hex to the south of here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cursed fortress. <laughs> yeah. Um... What's our, what's the consensus among the party here if we were going to buy one of those? I mean, for starters, we don't have that money with us. We'd have to go back and get it. Yeah, yeah. We can but also... Do that. We can invite them over for dinner. Re- sure. Reciprocity. We have some fish. <laughs> yes, we can use help eating our fish. I know. If, if there's any of those that you want to be able to make a beeline for without discovering it the hard way, then sure. Otherwise, I'm fine with just exploring. Knowing that they're in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if those super features. Does his like ruined fortress map include a map of the fortress? Uh, no, it's a map to the fortress. Mm-hmm. Do they think it's inhabited? Uh, we didn't explore it. What if they took us back to it, and then we could explore it, and we could tell it what's inside? It doesn't exchange maps. It's not exchanging a map. <coughs> uh, we're not planning to go back that direction. I'd, if I were to choose one, I'd say either the Fae Sacred Cave or the Wind Keeps Do you want to spend money on that or not? 
Or do you want to try to try to convince him to trade with things that he hasn't explored yet? Because he might that might. I feel like go for. if we're doing a, a trade of our map to their map, what he's interested in. Clearly, we're not going to tell him the way of the halls of the hammer. But do you know uh, the Muffin Man? <laughs> There's a sorcerer's keep in the mountains. You know, you guys look like you could use. You look like you could do some R and R. We know where some great hot springs are, where you could relax and unwind. Oh yeah. And, uh, we, we can give you the map to the hot spring if you're willing. Some locations. Uninhabited. No. <laughs> Who lives there? No one, but it is managed <laughs> by a group that lives a about about 12 15 miles away group it's, yeah of of it's a religious sect <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, what religion <laughs> they they worship um, is it a god or anyway god or goddess of mm-hmm. basically illness and disease mm-hmm. it's about recognizing the mm-hmm. the the afflictions in life in order to better appreciate the good things in life bless you um, we've, we've actually spent, spent some time with them, spent the night, they've, we, we feasted with them, uh, they seem like decent folk. So if they worship disease, why do they manage some healthy springs? They, 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 they don't, they don't relish in being sick. Bless you. Like, it's not like they are trying to be sick. In fact, because of their exposure to diseases, they, they tend to be healthier uh. than most people. Uh. <laughs> Humans? Uh, all sorts. <laughs> there's there's humans. There's gnomes. There's gnomes. All, all sorts of people living in harmony together. <laughs> Rob, you right over there? I know. Jeez, sorry. Uh, roll me a persuasion check to see if he's willing to trade on this. Speaking of worshiping the god of disease, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> persuasion. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's gonna cut it. Um, nine. Mm, nine. Slazim's <laughs> like, all right. I know where there's a goblin circus. Yeah, I'm never gonna want to go there. <laughs> then I'll tell you where it is, so you don't get there by mistake. Go ahead. <laughs> if you tell me where something else is, no. Then uh, you might run into it because it's everywhere. <clears throat> all right. If Mike were here, he would want to kill these gnomes for their wagons. <laughs> <laughs> if Meek Meek was here. He, he would definitely want to kill the gnomes on principle. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I mean, if you guys are planning on staying here, then we know where you are, you know where we are. If we yes. decide we want to I mean, buy some they'll be moving eventually. Yeah. They're not going to stay here forever. Stop uh, by the fort if you feel like, you know, sleeping with a roof over your head for a night. He scoffs at that, but several of the explorers seem interested in that idea. <laughs> They're like, oh, that sounds nice. He's like, I didn't come into the wilds just to long for a bed. I'm an explorer in my heart. Yeah, I mean, we just, like, killed this giant gar we can show you the skull of. You know, we we, <laughs> we, we, we go on a lot of adventures and encounters, mm-hmm. um, but we do find it nice to sleep in a bed under a roof from time to time. Mm. You know, to get a break from the hardcore exploring that we do. Is his name, Rob? Got it. I need to write that down. But, you know, camping can be fun. Camping can be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not buying any of his maps? Uh... Well, man, Peric is a little interested in that fake cave. How much money do we have? <laughs> Carpus is like... I know, I know. Come on. How, how much cash do we have at, at, at the fort? At the fort you have like... Oh, actually, no, wait, sorry. That's the farm. I think that we have like 3,000. Yeah, you have like 3,076 gold and, you know, gold and treasure. 
All right, let's uh, let's buy that. One. Let's we'll invite them to the fort. You know, we'll say, yeah, we have coffers there. Um, we can show them the gar head. Yes, teach <laughs> them about show them the gar head. Feed them some fish. Be like our thin lore of the nine spells. <laughs> Let me tell you about. Something. Oh, you're those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that I tracked our steps here. Let me mark it on my it, map. It's like it's like when you've been talking to a Jehovah's Witness for like <laughs> 20 minutes about you know like Jesus or whatever, and then they're like, "So," and then they like break out a watchtower. And you're like, "No!" Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that ever happened to you. you know, it happened regularly on ours. We we got to the point where you tell pretty quickly, right? But yeah. Sometimes they hide it for a You're long like, wait, time. Wait, you want to talk to us? Ah, uh, you must. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which map are you buying? The sacred site. Yes, the cave. Right. So, cave of wonders. Cave of beauty is what he calls oh. it. Did you guys go in the cave? Uh, I have to refresh my memory about what's actually there to see if he would have. We're not those kind of explorers. <laughs> <laughs> we just find stuff. Mostly <laughs> surveyors. Yeah. Uh, we tried, but we weren't able to. No, maybe only one of those places were only the fake. Right, so, um, he says that that is actually due north. One hex. (laughs) (laughs) From here, one, two, three hexes. Okay. Three hexes due north. From the forest hex that we're standing in? Correct. Where you were standing in when you rescued them. Okay. And and all three of the hexes north of there are all forest? Correct. We should send him over to the Skunk Lodge with a note that's like written in Traconic that says mug these guys. <laughs> yeah. Take their maps. That would be the floaty one. That would be the dead. floaty plan. It's not necessarily the slide slides. It plan is like, anyone want a box? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And I want a box, so box them. I don't think any of these explorers really want a box. Ah, you know a bunch of pansies. You prefer okay. the term explorers? Yeah, you're really more just surveyors and cartographers, right? <laughs> 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 Name a room you actually entered. Right, yeah. Well, we put them on the map. Oh, we found something interesting. Should we explore it? Yeah, let's just write it down. So you guys, like, take notes. Like, you know. But hey, far be it from me to offer you a roof. <laughs> I just hear one support. So rude. Call tier two if you need to actually use to explore. <laughs> That was a good sesh. Yeah. yeah. Anything else you wanted to accomplish? I think so. All told, how many days was that? I, I lost track. I, I think the. I think all told on the rip, on the boats, it had to be close to. It was it was two seven days. It was two nights before we encountered the Hydra. Yeah. And then I think it was two nights after that before we got back to the fortress. It was, no, it was at least more than that, because you were slowly dragging a guard at that point. Okay. We, we just kind of fast-forwarded some of it. But okay, so... We were not moving full seven, speed. Four, five, it's like seven just to get back, and then you spent some days butchering it before heading back out into the wilds, yeah. right? So, so we want to call that like 12 days altogether? That's fine with me. Okay. So in 12 days, we'll know how to get to the sacred site. Mm-hmm. The next session's on like the 24th or something. I think that's right. Do we know who the caller is next? I think it would be Mike Light. Is John? John will be back for that, so you it could just switch to him. The 22nd? It's the 29th. Yo, yes. The 22nd, Dave is not. Also me. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, we've got the 29th, and then the next one for that is the 9th. Of August. Yeah. Oof. That's I know, we're playing every three weeks. A couple of big gaps, yeah. It's just, you know, summer schedules. 
Summer days. We we. Those D and D nights. Tell me more. Tell me more. Did you guys catch a car? Shoot him up, shoot him up. Okay, Mike, you want to sing us out? We've done enough.